Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Film Society Commentaries. I'm your host, Marcelo Pico, founder, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, podcaster of note. Uh, on this episode, we're going to commentate over Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice. And with me to do that is Sarah Sorrentino. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Marcelo. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, mm. I know you're getting over something, hardly. You're not even quite there yet. <laughs> I also uh, wasn't able to like speak without like weird mucus well, problems until like yesterday, so things are going well. Yeah, just to give the listeners a, uh, a sneak peek behind the curtain, um, yesterday I felt fine in the morning, I felt 100%, and then around like 1.30, it's like I, could, I, could, I can pinpoint the exact time when I just started feeling like crap. And like it was 1.30 p.m. And then I'm like, what's wrong with my throat? Why is my nose running? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then it was just uh, downhill from there. But hey, I took a bunch of NyQuil, slept for almost 15 hours last night, and I feel good enough to record. I mean, you, my voice sounds relatively yeah. normal, so yeah. Let's be realistic, though. We're sickly people, you know? <laughs> us film people, I us guess. film nerds. We don't go outside. No, I mean, I... Know what fresh air looks like. Looks and like. I, I, <laughs> And that's kind of the commentary you'll you're gonna be listening to, listeners here. In a bit. <laughs> our health, uh, our health. We'll be talking about our health. Health but, but banter. I pride myself in not getting as sick as a, a lot of other people. So mm-hmm. when I whenever I do get sick, I do feel like I'm dying. I think of the movie Contagion, and um, see, I didn't watch that movie on purpose because I didn't want to have like, I don't want to go full hypochondria, <laughs> so I, I don't watch those movies. Um, and maybe we'll do, uh, not me and you, Sarah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think, I don't think you're going to be down for a, a Steven Soderbergh commentary, but. Uh, <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I watched Haywire though. Recently. Hey, wh- why don't we save that conversation for the commentary? Cause oh, we have okay. two hours and 30 minutes to fill. Cause this inherent vice commentary is going to be a long one. <laughs> so, okay. A setup for the commentaries for anybody who hasn't, uh, heard one yet. I, I go, I recommend you, uh, go listen to. The ones I have on, on my show, I've, I've done uh, Jupiter Ascending with Rocky Juarez. I've done Mammy Vice with Diego Crespo. Uh, by this point, you would have already heard the Mad Max Free Road commentary with uh, me and Rocky and the Paul Blart commentary with me and Marcus. <laughs> so that's that's a good selection of commentaries. And for these, you can you know listen to them by themselves. I'm sure we'll be entertaining you know on our own. Or, of course, you can listen to them with the movie. And to sync up with the movie... Here's what we do. Uh, we're about three seconds in. Uh, well, according to my PlayStation uh, counter, we're exactly three seconds in. <laughs> Sarah, you're the same, I'm guessing. Yeah, I set it up. So right now we see like the orange, the close-up of the orange buildings. You know, that tidal wave of the Warner Brothers logo. You know, the ripple has just started. So we're zoomed in, and we're about to zoom out once we hit play. So that's where we are, three seconds in. And if we're all, you know, ready to hit play. We can start the movie and begin this, as Sarah calls it, the torturous uh, recording of the Inherent Vice commentary. So here we go. On my mark, I'll say three, two, one, play, and we'll play and play. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. And we're playing. And there we go. The waves, (laughs) the waves of the Warner Brothers logo have begun. This is now, like, I think my third Warner Brothers film I've done because, no, well, okay, I've done... I forgot to mention The Prisoner of Azkaban I did like two years ago. Mad Max Fury Road. What was the other Warner Brothers one I've done? I don't know. I can't 
My, my, Who knows? I haven't listened to any of them. Thanks. So, <laughs> so okay. So, uh, I I was going around the Talk From Society offices, which is just slang for, for the Slack channel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm doing commentaries now. You know, I've, I've been talking about it for years, it seems like, but I'm, I'm going to do it for real. And I and you brought up inherent vice, right? I always just bring up inherent vice at any time I can. Really, I mean, let's be realistic. Someone brings up, yeah, Hasser, you see any movies? I'm like, yeah, but the only movie I care about is Inherent Vice, and then <laughs> and then I go on and rant about that. And then it was funny when I was like, hey, do you want to record this like in the next you know few weeks? And you go, what? You, I don't think you you took me seriously when I said I wanted to do an Inherent Vice commentary for real. Yeah, no, no, I never take you seriously. <laughs> Thank you. I just want to. And I'm like, yes, Sarah, I'm going to record this. Yes, it's going to happen. And we're doing it now. So how are we go. talking over the fact that this opens up like every noir, the girl strolling into his office the, saying, I, mean, I need your help. I'm sending this up because I know you're a fan of film noir. And this is a huge film noir. I guess you'd call it a neo Noir, right? I Maybe? would call it a neo-noir, but like, really, I don't go too scientific into it. If it's not black and white and set in the 50s it's or 40s, it's probably a neo-noir yeah, to so me. Pe- so people should know that you are a huge noir fan overall, and this fits nicely into that category. Because, yeah, rewatching some of it again last night in my NyQuil haze, I was like, yeah, this has <laughs> That probably <everything>. helped. <laughs> a bit. This has everything... Like every little uh, cliche, and I use that in a good good term. Use mm. that in a good good way of a of a noir movie. Uh, you have the uh, would would she be the femme fatale? This oh uh, yeah yeah yes she is the femme fatale. Yeah, Again, in, look. in like a well, she's set up as to be a femme fatale, but I mean, as you go farther and farther, and not every stereotype of noir is always full fledged. She's kind of playing a. She's kind of playing both, you know? Yeah. She's uh, playing both the good girl and the femme fatale. I mean, she's she's set up to be a femme fatale, but as the film goes on, she's actually isn't... She's not evil. She's not trying to get anything. She is actually in a bad situation. I'm bad at character names and also actress names. So mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a look at Catherine Waterston. Mm-hmm. I, I do like her a lot. She was, Oh, she's great. She's great in Logan Lucky and also in that Alien movie, which I think she may have been the best thing about that movie because I didn't like that movie otherwise. Mm-hmm. It's hard to recognize her though because I mean, from she had that short haircut. Yeah, they gave her the the alien short haircut. <laughs> and I think she also had like a bull haircut in Logan mm-hmm. Lucky. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, uh, I but I mean, just going. This is so good. Why is it good, Sarah? <laughs> I just like that. I just like that he like she's he doesn't trust her off the bat. It's just so stereotypically set up, but in such a different way. And the setting of this is amazing. Sorry, I'm it, almost I'm watching more than I'm commentating because I love it so much. And uh, one thing, okay, so a quick backstory about how much I love this movie. Like when I first saw it, I think this might be the case with everybody who sees it for the first time. If you haven't read the book, which I haven't read the book, I have to admit. Same. Thomas Pinchon. I own it. I haven't read it yet. You should read it through this commentary. Just pick a random page. And just read it. <laughs> um, 
No, okay, so I guess for those who haven't read the book or who have no idea of, of the author's, I guess, uh, style of writing, the dialogue is, like, very, like, out of this world. Like, I, I had to see it again, and then, I guess, another time, at least three times for me to fully appreciate what was happening and how exactly the plot was being um, uh, described in this dialogue, so... Yeah, I, I, I truly didn't understand what was going on the first time I saw this. <laughs> I, I didn't understand all of it, but because I have, like, a good foundation in noir, I understood, like, a good bit, but there are a lot of... It's convoluted. There's a lot of plot points that I definitely missed the first time watching it. Oh, yeah. But, but one thing I can say, even the first time I saw it, was, like, the uh, atmosphere. Like, mm-hmm. the it, you, the mood of it, it just... I, lo- I loved it from the first time I saw it. It just moved isn't, you along. Isn't Newsom's voice perfect? Newsom's? Newsom's. Newsom? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Isn't she like the narrator? Yeah, she's the narrator, but she's also his friend. It's such a cool mix of like out of, you know, non-dialectic or what's it called? When it's Not, out of the... Uh, uh, d- diegetic? Yeah, non-diegetic, but like at the same time, she really is kind of narrating the story and she is part of the story sometimes she's there and also narrating no yeah there's there's a scene later on and i'll point it out if i remember or if not oh well um where she's in a car she's with uh doc and mm-hmm. she's kind of laying out like what's going to happen next or like what what's happening in the plot and then like and ne- you know in the same scene in the next shot she's gone so yeah, yeah so it's trippy man you know, so trippy, man. I mean, that's what I especially, I especially like about it is like the. Where, where am I? Oh, I'm hearing the background music of a movie. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I got caught up for a second. I'm hearing the background music of the movie. I really should mute it somewhere, huh? It's my first <laughs> should, time doing it. Guys. Should mute it all, all the way. No, I want to hear them. Um, but either way, I was kind of talking about how uh, the drug kind of love culture is like infused into this in a way that's almost negative well it's not just almost but like it's a negative effect on both oh my you mean God. you mean negative is in terms of like because- it's a criticism of the culture oh yes i see what you're saying which i i, I have to think about that because it's- you know what it reminds me of easy rider okay you know, when's the last time you've seen Easy Rider? I mean, um, I saw it for the first time maybe, oh god, I picked up the Criterion box set that, that, that was in, so maybe like seven years ago? So, so Easy Rider's kind of, kind of interesting because it's, it's a criticism of the people that it's about. Yeah. It's a, I mean, they get killed at the end. It's literally yeah. like a slap alert. in your face. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it, it shows you... Like they're going and they and through the movie they go through every sort kind of sect of that culture. Like you go to the commune, you go to they go party in New Orleans at the end. Everything's like you could see that all these like idealized cultures are falling apart and not as perfect as everyone thought. Right. And then and then you know they can't live in the world anymore either because they're they, they just don't belong. So it's like a killing of that the the, the rebel spirit. And that's what this reminds me of a lot. It's like this very much. It he's part of this like hippie culture. Everybody picks on him for it. The cops mock him for it, and in the end, he 
you know, he doesn't really, he doesn't really solve anything. And all the bad things that are happening, like the sneaking of like Nazism and, and alt-right stuff into his culture is going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, okay. So here's something I'll say. And this, oh, I should say for anybody who is watching this for the first time, this movie with a commentary, with this commentary, don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Watch the movie first. Enjoy it. And then listen to this commentary. So we're already jumping to the end. Like uh, that point you mentioned, Sarah, about the consequences of drug culture. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I guess I didn't really connect with that, you know, fully. You know, it's hard for me to grasp what the movie is fully, truly about, other than like what I feel it's about. Because I don't know. I guess we'll talk more about that once the end happens. But I'll mention it now. It's like, yeah, he he goes, he gets away. He doesn't get away. He 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 lives with the girl, right? You know, Doc does. Mm-hmm. But there's a sense of melancholia throughout the whole thing. So, to me, yeah, it could be about the overall overarching, you know, um, uh, indictment of the drug culture. That could be one thing. But for me, it is just, yeah, a, an old flame comes into town, kind of reignites these feelings in Doc, but it's never what it was before. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the personal message versus the overarching message about the the cultures that are going on at the time. Yeah. So both it, are both are in the end unchanged. Like he just like there's not that big of a change for either. His personal personally he doesn't change very much. And I don't think the cultures change very much either after all the things that happen in this uh film. Yeah. But that's what I like about it. There doesn't need to be a real resolution. No. And I'm going to need you to describe to me what you think is happening between Doc and Bigfoot at the end, because I, I, oh my God. I, and I still don't know what's, what's going on there. And I love everything about the two of them. <laughs> like when they're on screen together, it's amazing to me. And his first appearance, which is coming up, it's one of the most bizarre things <laughs> ever, <laughs> especially the first time watching it. I'm like, what is, what is happening here? It makes sense. Makes a lot more sense after. After, why, yeah. Like, why is Bigfoot showing up in the commercials? Is he actually in the commercial? Yeah, because Bigfoot w- was or wanted to be an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, okay. because like I caught this, and this may have been the first time I caught this with this watch. But uh, when Bigfoot is introduced, uh, the narrator she calls him a SAG card holder. So he is part of the SAG. Mm-hmm. He's an he's an actor. So that that fact I didn't get until the second watch. I go, oh, so that's why he's in the commercial. Like he is, he is in the commercial, and here it is. Here's the where commercial starts. Him with the, uh, <laughs> with the afro, but, it, I mean, <laughs> this- how can you dislike this movie at all when <laughs> this is happening? <laughs> Holy crap! And of course, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. Of course, um, how much? How much of this is in Doc's head? How much of it is real? I'm guessing yeah. like up until halfway through this commercial, it's. It's real, right? It's like he's in the commercial. Bigfoot is, and then yeah. once, and then once Bigfoot steps, you know, uh, into the camera and talks directly to Doc, then, then that 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 just means Doc is just smoking too much pot. So, right on. Right on. Look at him <laughs> <laughs> walking right into camera. I love. I also love that Okin's character is just Doc. Like you have no understanding of if 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 he actually is a medical doctor. <laughs> or is he, is he a, 
is he like some sort of doctor? I mean, he has a clinic, but I, also like people when they come to see him aren't asking about medical things. Yeah, he's yeah he's a doctor's office, but I don't I I don't I still don't know. You know, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure readers of the book will know. Sorry, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't so know. this is again this is if you've read the book, you're already ahead of us. So maybe you shouldn't listen to us right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then and then again, like it's if you just take it as the movie you know shows us then i mean at, at that point it doesn't really matter now, they call him doc he's the doctor's Eric office Roberts. there you go he is the man right he's the fucking man he's the fucking man but not too many scenes in this oh maya rudolph maya yes. rudolph i love i wish she i mean i i understand you know that she is in a marriage-like relationship <laughs> with PTA. Yes, they have kids. Potom Sanderson, Maya Rudolph, yes. Um, I just want her to show up on everything like that, though. See, this is where I get a little confused. No, yeah, th- so- this for me, and <laughs> again, I've seen this, I don't even know how many times I've seen this, maybe four times, maybe five times. Um, <clears throat> I had no idea what was going on the first time, second time watching this. I'm like, what? How? how is he, how, what? But it makes sense. So this no, so this was like a setup. Was no, it, came, it was a setup. Is it that? Well, I thought. <laughs> see, I'm okay. Let's re, let's walk, pay attention. Okay. But I I was under the impression that he was sent to Doc on purpose, or it might not be a setup as he believes it is, um, Ali's character. But uh, I think it was a. To me, I don't think, and you might be right, Sarah. I don't know. Um, but to me, the setup happens once he goes there and they set him up. I don't... I mean, if, if, if it is a setup, like you say, like for here from the start, it's never resolved, right? Like, it, like it's it's never made clear. So that's why I'm like, okay, could be right, but I still have no idea. <laughs> oh, that's Michael Kenneth Williams. You're going to have to... You're going to have to fix that. What? You said the wrong name? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to fix that. Hey, I... I'll die. If you leave it, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad already. What if, um, I, what if I leave it and say that I got Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman mixed up <laughs> during my Fear Road commentary? No. And I, and I possibly left that in. Now we have a bunch of white space, so you, you can't leave it. Um, <laughs> we have to fix this. Okay. Boy, you're talking. Black girl. Okay, so the black girl. Okay, okay. Uh, so they're working okay. with the Aryan Brotherhood, and the Aryan Brotherhood is the same group that is kind of confiscating uh, Eric Roberts' character, confiscating, kidnapping. They're confiscating with him. <laughs> it's so confusing. There's so many things going on. I love this film for its gags, for its like noir elements. I don't have the easiest time fully understanding the politics that are going on. Uh, one thing I mentioned about the gags, I mean, one thing that's, if you don't know what's going on, there are always bits that make you laugh. They should make you laugh if you're a human being, especially when <laughs> the scene when Doc, uh, yeah, like right now you see like him right down, <laughs> not, halluc- not hallucination. Yeah, he's writing, he's trying to, he's like, writing notes for himself he's yeah. like i'm not hallucinating right now and then earlier he put down uh paranoia alert you know once <laughs> once uh michael k williams brought up the fact that wolfman is connected to this storyline which he was not expecting you know mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just links up that these two plots are coming together 
Here she goes. Good old Jonah Newsome. What's the character's name? Sordiellage? Yeah, and it's something like I looked into it, but she's yeah, she's basically like she's not a carnivore. She's basically like yeah, a, that's what I pointed out. She's a mystical earlier. force in the film. Yeah, but she's she's real, but she might not be real, but she is real. I I forget what I was doing. I was looking up inherent vice, something connected to inherent vice, and um, something popped up that said, "Is Doc and Bigfoot the same person?" And I uh, and I didn't click on that article because I didn't have the time. Um, <laughs> Emotionally, did not have the time. Oh, look <laughs> at this. So okay, so he's going to the this this now like they they're they've torn down a bunch of projects right mm-hmm. and uh good old wolfman is building like new new property here fully furnished kitchens <laughs> and- <laughs> that's all i know sorry <laughs> i just yell that sometimes fully furnished kitchens <laughs> and, and here we go to um one of the classic physical bits it's coming up but this whole run of like the um, the, the the eating the pussy thing, it always <laughs> it always makes me laugh. Marcelo, how could you say that? Hey, we're <laughs> this commentary is rated R, just like the movie. <laughs> what is it rated Shit, R planet for? Planet massage. This is rated R for drug use throughout, sexual content, graphic nudity, language, and some violence. Just some violence. Yeah. I, yeah, I never I never caught that aesthetic. in the be- in the first time in the first watch. There are those. Um, Cover those undercover agents going through the desert. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> That's the type of art I want in my house. <laughs> <laughs> just for just for anybody who's not watching along with us, the art Sarah's referring to is a woman naked with a little peephole through her vagina. You want that? Have you ever too? seen um, Get Him to the Greek? Uh, I have a long time ago. Get Him to the Greek, and they're they're doing drugs, and they're called a Jeffrey, and they're and to calm down. While being on Jeffrey, you you stroke the fur. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. You know. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with the vagina door. I'm talking about the fact that there's carpet on the wall. There's carpet on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and this is all one take. I mean, let's not forget this is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, and it's it's <laughs> it's artfully done. So this whole long spiel about proceeding and negotiating prices. You know, and then, and then now, like There's the a second girl comes in. There's a full menu in the back. Blowjobs and pussy fees cost the same. Fourteen ninety five, and I love how two the two girl fuck is forty eight ninety five. It's very specific. Yeah, it's it's actually you know a little cheaper to have two girls. Oh, so you it's know, worthwhile to, for well, you know for double the price, you get a little bit of savings there. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, this is <laughs> know this is like. obviously some sort of distraction. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna walk away. Walk away. Here's where he feels. Feels very well. Feels the walls. So honestly, if I had purple carpet on the walls of my house, I would be just so happy. And then he just gets bonked in the head right there. There you go. (laughs) That's the best. Yeah. And again, one one whole take. One whole take. Beautiful. Hey, what is your favorite Paul Tom Sanchez movie? Is it this? Oh, it's this. Yes. It's this for sure. Yeah. Oh, there's a dead guy. What's up? It's dead guy. And yeah, this this is the dead guy he was trying to find, right? Listen to the music in the background. It's so good. Oh, and here oh. we're 
being we're going to be introduced to Bigfoot. <laughs> hippie hey. scum. Hit Craig Craig. Congratulations, hippie scum. So now Sortilege. I, is her name. Sortilege. 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 The uh the line about it's coming up. Well all of this is Sag like, member. Yeah, SAG member, here you go. Flintstone top. Yeah, the evil sh- evil shit <laughs> twinkle in his eye that says civil rights violations. <laughs> and I have to imagine that's all from the from the book. Because I, I hope so. Yeah. Not to say that Paul Thomas Anderson can't be as great a writer as that, but it just feels very much like he pulled it from the book and it's like verbatim. I don't I haven't read the book, folks. Again, sorry. Shasta is such a weird name. Reminds me of Fanta. Shasta. Isn't Shasta a soda? Shasta is it's a soda. <laughs> and it also <laughs> Look at this. Him fingering his hand. <laughs> Fucking ing. I just like how God damn it. <laughs> I just like how he's he's such a douchebag, but like he's also immature. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like they he he's playing so serious and straight, but he's also extremely immature. He's like a child. Yeah. No, he just wants, like, to, wants to fuck with Doc. That's all. That's that's and, all he's there for. And normally, you know, these kinds of characters are full on like toxic masculinity, like afraid of doing jokes or like stuff like afraid of coming off a certain way but everything that happens with the banana you know that it's different for this character (laughs) he wants to make you know he wants to make doc feel uncomfortable any way he can and especially physical stuff like that like the the physical hand movements and the the way he eats the chocolate covered banana he's trying to just upset doc and it's one of my favorite interactions because it you usually would see it the other way yeah. It's a here Doc is playing the straight man to Exactly. Yeah, yeah. To, to Bigfoot's crazy wacky character. Yeah, everybody wants to act like Doc is crazy and wacky, but he's like usually playing the straight man. Yeah. Especially in police and like detective interactions. But he's also afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Which comes off of why there's so much like physical comedy in this film is like him getting beat up and like Oh, this is Benicio del Toro. <sighs> so when I what is Benicio del Toro doing in this movie? I love it, but like, what? How did this happen? <laughs> what do you mean? How did this happen? He's a such a weird cast. It is no. I, when I was watching this last night, it may have been because I was full blown sick, drinking Nyquil. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot del Toro was in this because he is like essential to the plot. Obviously, he's like uh, Doc's lawyer and everything. But the fact that. I always forget how great of a cast this is, I guess is what I'm saying. And then yeah. ben- Benicio, Benicio Del Toro walks in. I'm like, oh, that's right. Del Toro is also in this. <laughs> I love that he's a naval lawyer. <laughs> it's like, he's like, listen, I usually deal with boats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bigfoot's like, we can throw in a pirate in there if you want. <laughs> you go, yeah, clients pay me for work. <laughs> <laughs> clients pay me for work. <laughs> Yeah, did, have you ever seen um, uh, what the f- I the movie with him and Johnny Depp, Terry uh-huh. Gilliam, uh, 
Not to Live and Die in L.A. That's another movie. I'm sick, folks. What's that movie called? <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I have not seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but I have seen The Rum Diaries. Okay, I have not seen The Rum Diaries. Here <laughs> oh, here it is. The classic. Guys, we're watching my favorite scene in the whole goddamn world. Yeah. Holy crap. This is the best. Just the way it's shot. Him just looking over, like, are you serious? <laughs> Look at him. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the gag. <laughs> the gag is what always gets me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's cinema, everybody. That's that pure cinema, cinema yeah. right there. The best moment of the last ten years. Which is what oh, we just we just watched. That's so good. Um <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. I love that so look at him, he's so mad. Uh, <laughs> Oh. oh, also, all of Bigfoot's interactions with his, like, family, like, his kids, making him drinks. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> hey, it's me. I know we fought, but I'm sorry. Oh, this this stuff is good, too. The long, drawn-out uh, fooling of Doc <laughs> thinking Shasta's it. Oh, and to answer your question, like, whenever I think of Shasta, the Shasta the drink, right? Yeah. There's also a UPN show from 20 years ago called Chasta McNasty. I love that you brought up UPN. I swear I brought up UPN recently to people and oh, she's gone, man. She's people gone. don't know who, don't people don't remember UPN. They don't. Uh which is a shame because UPN let's not forget the many classic shows that UPN <laughs> gave us. She's out there, man. Like Chasta McNasty. Which I'm looking it up now. It was a sitcom She's gone, baby. that aired on She's UPN. Gone. I can't. I can't. Come on. During the 1999. She went all groovy on us, Marcella. What? <laughs> she went all groovy on us, man. <laughs> He's this, such a dick. This He's comment, amazing. This commentary is just uh, Sarah... Just watching and laughing at. I'm gonna advice. watch this movie. <laughs> there is nothing better than the interactions between him and Bigfoot. I've yeah. I've never been so enthused. Oh, look at him! He's oh, that's sweet. I wish people wrote my name down on blunts and then smoked it. <laughs> you never. You, you don't know. Maybe people do. <laughs> people do. Maybe somebody who listens to this commentary afterwards, <laughs> they'll do that to you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all i want my cats are fighting in the back <laughs> what's wrong with your cats there's a cat tree right next to my desk which oh that's your first mistake you know they they never do it during recordings i don't know why they're doing it now maybe because it's sunday afternoon and i've been mm-hmm. away at work you know for the last week maybe they're just like hey you know marcella's here let's let's give him a show <laughs> let's give him a show they're, they're they're usually so calm during recordings because i do them at night and they just sleep in my lap but now they're fully awake um, my my boyfriend's cat tried to get up on the top of the fridge and fell, <laughs> and I laughed, and that was our interaction today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure the cat landed on his feet, right? Yeah, but it was sad. <laughs> I I want my house to look like this. I want a teal green phone. He's living in a beach house, right? Yeah, he's like in a beach house, like a beach house apartment 
situation. Oh, I, God. I just saw Sucker Punch. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jenna Malone. What are you doing, man? I like Jenna Malone. In, I like her. I like yeah, her. Yeah, I do. But in that movie, Sucker no. Punch? Yeah. I, I remember very little about Sucker Punch. I just remember walking out of the theater going, eh, okay. Yeah. Is she wearing, like, fake teeth in this? Yes, it, it, I mean, I know as a character oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, supposed yeah. to, but I'm wondering if she's actually wearing fake teeth. Because they are a little bit, you know, exemplified. Oh. No. I mean, I, I I don't know how you're watching it, uh, Sarah, uh-huh. but I'm watching it in high def. So when she points out her teeth, I can see like the little... Uh, I, I can tell they're, they're, they're inserts, however you want to uh, call them. Snap-ons. Okay, sorry. I don't got a... I don't have that fancy HD TV. No, 1080. I actually I do, but I'm just not watching it that large. I'm, I'm watching <laughs> it on my old 40 inch here at my desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 40 inch is on my desk, and I'm pretty close up, so yeah, I can see the vast details of the movie. Oh, here we go. Another physical bit from. <laughs> we haven't talked a lot about Joaquin Phoenix as his character. Joaquin Phoenix is his best here. <laughs> You think? He, yeah, I mean, uh, he's always so there good are some in films I haven't seen of his that I know I should like the master. Okay, you should um, see the master. That might be. I my think I'd like the master. Yeah, but I love this character so much, and I love everything he's doing. I, I do wish he did more comedy like this. I feel like he has it in him, obviously, mm-hmm. to do it. But I, I mean, he's just going after that uh, that gold. And there's where. Um, she pointed to her fake teeth. Yep. But uh, no, the master. Yeah, she watched the master. The master has also this kind of vibe of like um, surrealism. Hmm. It, it's not as surreal as this, but it has that layer there that I love. I think that was set in like the f- in the fifth in the late fifties, mm-hmm. and isn't this set in like the early 70s i don't yeah yeah because it opened up with 1970 yeah yeah and that's kind of goes back to my kind of my easy rider comparison yeah of like the themes of the very early 70s is considered you know that's when these kinds of themes of drug culture gone wrong yeah and and bad people taking advantage of the cultures and this may this may be just my sick out of mind but i think that the master plays well as like a set up to this because it's it's right before you know the the hippie movement in the 60s mm-hmm. and you could see it going that way the sense of like america trying to find its freedom from uh you know the oppressive systems so and joaquin's character in that is very much like kind of like doc in this where he's just not trying to be tied down man and just trying to do his thing man trying to do his thing so it's trying to go all groovy on us man yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, here she goes. The planet of rude surprises. Uh, Owen Wilson, another person I recently saw in a movie, Cars Two. Everybody. Well, you didn't. You didn't see him. You heard his voice. He was there. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if, like, the only human in a Cars movie was Owen Wilson, uh, just as a human. I'm always expecting to see a human show up in a Cars movie. <laughs> Because that would explain something, 
But, like, in the end, like, I guess they just, like, live their whole lives as cars, and some of them are ships, and can they intermarry? Can they have children? How does that work? Who's building the cars? There's never are been... The cars building the cars? I've never seen Cars 2 or 3, but yeah, there's never there's never a moment <laughs> where you see a baby car. There has to be, right? Oh, man, that's a great question. I have no idea. You ever seen the movie, I think it was called Robots, and they, like, built their son? Uh, no, I haven't. It was like two robots and they like, they put in to build their, oh, that's a wig. That's a good wig. It was like the stork bringing you a box to build your son. That is terrifying. That's like the the movie Gattaca. Anyway. um, Has this actress been in anything else that I would be aware of? I have good old Wikipedia locked and loaded so I can look it up. I'm going to be honest with you. Joaquin Phoenix in this scene is so cute. I would marry his face off <laughs> i love sideburns like that i uh i'm i'm bad at catching wigs so if you were to throw this oh maybe i could catch this wig because it's a pretty bad it's like especially from the back angle it's- no i mean it i mean it is a wig for sure right now because uh in the car scene before this you see him putting on oh of course yeah, yeah yeah but right. i mean no no but my point is i have bag wig dar <laughs> right and if you would show me this scene by itself, I'd yeah, be like, yeah. huh. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a good wig. Good job. Uh, S- Serena Scott Thompson, or mm-hmm. Thomas, sorry, plays Mrs. Sloan. I mean, no, sorry, mm-hmm. Mrs. Wolfman. Mm-hmm. She's been in, uh, oh, she was in the James Bond film, The World's Not Enough. Mm-hmm. She was in Hostage. She was in Brothel. She was in Brothel, okay. Uh, so nothing I've seen. Good, good, good. No, no, no. The TV show Nash Bridges. She was on Buffy for one episode, I think. No. Uh, she's been on Rizzoli and Isles. Yeah, is that a show you watch? No. <laughs> it's a show I make fun of, Rizzoli and Isles. <laughs> anyway. But yes, yeah, she's a working actress. And this hunk here, I don't know. I've never seen him in anything hunk. else. No, he's not a hunk. He's weird. He's a weirdo hunk. He's got sunburn. Uh, yeah, I love that this is a pool party Direction. with a bunch of cops. And that cop just holding on to his baton, too, as he was looking like cooking some hot dogs. <laughs> this house is also really pretty, but it's very, like, California rich. Yeah. Big pool in the backyard. So he has no butt. <laughs> I don't want to shame, but come on, lady. I'm glad you. I'm glad you pointed it out, Sarah, because I didn't have to say it. So hey, guys, that lady had no butt. What's up with that? <laughs> That's those are the views of Sarah Sorrentino, not of Talk from Society. <laughs> would you wear one of these ties? Uh, it would depend on the occasion. Not 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 to a job interview. Uh, maybe to like a. Uh, so nice. Wolfman is getting these ties made of all of his like partners. Yes, correct. Okay, that is the that is the 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 gimmick here. I'm in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, not you, sir, but the, you're just reciting the. <laughs> How old is Eric Roberts? Eric Roberts is definitely sixties. I'm gonna say he's like seventy. I'm looking up. Let's say mid to late eight sixties. You say 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Big jump. And you were saying earlier that uh, Joaquin Phoenix looks hot in this scene, and this character, uh, who is... Uh, 
She agrees. Trying to woo him is... Yeah, I agree. That's one way to woo a man. <laughs> Strangle him with a tie. Uh-huh. Smart woman. I like that he just goes along with stuff like this, too. He's like... I mean, this is kind of what happens in a noir. Women just throw themselves at you. Yeah. Such is, such is the, the life. But <laughs> he's just like, yeah. I'll, I mean, even in the, the other... The pussy-eating scene, he's like, yeah, sure. I'll, um... <laughs> I'll watch this for a second. I mean, he was even like negotiating prices. He's not against it. He's See, definitely free love. He's always about Look at this. Fin- finishing the job. They knew he was there. You didn't even try to run. You ran right into the car. Is Come this on, is this stunt double? Is 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 Hawking Phoenix <laughs> using a stunt double here? I bet you not knowing him. <laughs> Again, I'm, wa- I'm watching this on my HD, and I'm I'm trying to focus in on his face. He's covering his. He's face. covering his face. I, I think he's it, trying to protect his face. I think it might be something because look at the Josh oh. Brolin just knees him right yeah. in the sternum. Yeah, picks him up here. That's what wrestlers do. Some oh, br- he's like a little baby. Some brutal oh. stuff. But so, it, he's not getting. Yeah, he didn't get like apprehended. He just got beat up a little. Did yeah. that even happen? Here's a good question. I like Reese Witherspoon in this. It's awesome. Where does she go at the end of the film? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. There are a lot of characters that kind of just disappear, tamper off, tamper yeah. off which I don't mind. I mean, it's it's like a, it's like that novel. Well, no, in, in a novel you get kind of more wrap ups, don't you? But this is uh, there are so many loose threads though that you can't. You know, close off every loose thread. Well, and again, like I said, if if you just assume that nothing really happens and he doesn't really solve a goddamn thing, then it makes you feel a lot happier at the end. I, <laughs> I kind of would have wanted him to run away with Reese Witherspoon. No, they weren't meant for each other. I know. It's just, I like Reese, I like Reese Witherspoon she, a lot. Yeah. Uh, she's okay. She's great. You shut up. I used to watch Sweet Home Alabama as a child. I like I like late era with a spoon more than early era because I, I I watched Sweet Home Alabama I, I like that movie, um, but she's so much better now uh, in like stuff like Wild and also mm-hmm. Big Little Lies. Mm. So she's you haven't watched any of her newer stuff at yeah, all. You gotta watch Wild, man. It's it's wild. Okay, you may hear some sounds. I'm gonna go sit on the couch. Okay. Uh, okay. Leave the sounds of me moving around in, please. I'm not cutting anything anything out of this. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so she's a what? What is she? She's a. Uh, she's um. It's uh, like a pro- uh, she's not a prosecutor. She's a. DA. She's a DA. Maybe. Yeah. She's working on the on the law side. Yeah, she's a professional young oh, woman. She's a deputy DA. We were close. Oh, and Eric Roberts is 62 years old. Oh, we overestimated. My apologies Sorry. to Eric Roberts. Sorry, Eric. Sorry. Our bad. Our bad. So the scene is... This This is long. Again, one take. I'm just pointing out, again, people may forget that this is shot so well. Um, because of the, not goofy, but that was like the absurd nature of this whole movie. But Paul Thomas Anderson does not sleep on this. Like this, this is one of my favorites of his. Uh, actually, I love every single one of his movies. I don't know. It's kind of a false statement. Like every one I love almost equally. 
but no, he still shoots this like he's shooting any other, you know, great movie of his, like The Master or Phantom Thread. So, or there will be. Still blood. haven't seen Phantom Thread. You guys see Phantom Thread? I own it. I bought it uh, during um, Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. It's amazing. His treatment of the FBI agents or whoever these guys are is also amazing. One of them is played by a uh, a comedic actor who was also in um, another comedy thing. <laughs> I'm not I'm not good right now with names. Well, uh, yeah, I rec- I vaguely recognize both of them from other things, but not like they weren't starring roles. Veep, he's on Veep. The one on the left. The one on the left, yes, the younger guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in Christine, which is a drama. I'm sure he's one of like the newsroom guys. Hmm. And the interview. Okay, I just watched that the other day and don't remember him being in it. The guy on the right has the same chin as what's his name, Two Face. Oh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. he he has very Aaron Eckhart look. I mm-hmm. he, he could be like a brother. Yeah, but he his, looks like Aaron Eckhart. His name is Sam Yeager. Mm-hmm. And is he married? Is he married? <laughs> <laughs> he has one spouse, uh, Amber oh. Yeager. Just one. Just one. Because on, on, on Wikipedia it says spouses, like with the little parentheses around the S at the end, and it just says Amber Yeager. So, hmm. oh look at him! He's getting to the bottom of it, and they're getting awkward. Just pick your nose. The other guy's picking his nose too. Yeah, he knows exactly what uh, what the plot is here. Why the FBI is so interested? Yeah, and this is kind of what I wrote about when we were talking about what King Phoenix's like best performances. This character, though, just, you know, he plays the fool. Yeah. And then he he's immediately never... he's He always outclasses the rest of them when he's actually, you know, across from people. Like, no, when he's yeah. having conversations, he's he's highly intelligent. He's He knows what's going on. He just pretends he doesn't. Uh, he's a fully fleshed out character because, yeah, uh, I was going to point this out earlier, but, like... Uh, those moments of like uh, pure insanity. He still wants to finish the job. He's he's there on the case. So mm-hmm. during that pussy eating whole thing, like he looked at them for a bit. He goes, "Okay." Then he started investigating the area. That's what that's what he, <laughs> that's what he got knocked out. So he's smart. Listeners, please take a shot every time we say pussy. <laughs> <laughs> when I guess say it. Oh, okay. We might say it later on because like that character pops up again. Mm-hmm. Yes, take a shot. We should. Oh, yeah, there's if there's other doctors in this office. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the only one. What degree in doctoring does he have? Who knows? Did you even need a degree back then? Nah. <laughs> Is that a wig on Maya Rudolph? Yes. <laughs> Her voice is great too. Maya Rudolph, she's amazing. No, she Jade, I'm talking about now. No, Maya Rudolph, I want to talk about. It's about Maya Rudolph. We'll talk about Maya Rudolph. Calm down. So, Jade, the, uh, <laughs> the pussy eating <laughs> woman from earlier. Mm-hmm. Were they friends before? Did they actually know each other? No, right? They She's just, just know- reaching out because she felt bad. Yeah. They act like they know each other a little bit. The familiar familiarity. I can't say anything. Hmm. I, I I just assume they just know each other from the parlor. 
And she called him Larry. Huh. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe they know each other. Yeah. Although the FBI agents called him Larry, too. So it's a... So maybe it's just business talk. Like, listen, Larry. Larry, please. Larry. I did forget about all the Aryan Brotherhood Nazi stuff in this when I watched this. There's a ton. Yeah. It's timely, you could say. You could say. (laughs) You could. There's Nazis in everything. I swear. In everything? (laughs) Yeah, well, I just watched Smoke and Aces 2, and, like, that has, you know, a bunch of Nazi alt-right characters and... Okay. Here we go. Here's so Owen Wilson. Lightning McQueen's here. So <laughs> here, okay. So watching this, I'm trying to kind of connect the dots here. So this to Doc and to Owen Wilson's character, this is just a whole new case. It's not tied into the case that Doc is already on, where he's trying to hunt him down, right? But it is. But yeah, but like this is something else. Like Owen Wilson doesn't know about his family reaching out to Doc, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's confusing about it. No, yeah, they just re- that was a sec that was a second case. Yeah, he only went to them because yeah they reached out. So that that initially is a second case, and then now he's got basically a third that matches to the other one. <laughs> but he, but now that he sees that those are kind of attached to each other because you know he's just going with the flow, you know he's just being all groovy, doing what the what the what the what they tell him to do. <laughs> this is like a noir to the nth degree because I learned this from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, another great noir neo noir movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always like in every in almost every noir film with private detectives, you know, there are always like two cases, you know, mm-hmm. and this also happens in uh, the uh, the the nice guys, you know, yeah. another Shane Black movie. There's always two cases, you know, going side by side, parallel. Or not connected seemingly, and then you know you find out they're both connected. So, and here we already have like what, like three or four threads that seemingly are not connected, but they're all connected by the Golden Fang and Wolfman. And yeah, there's a lot to take in. And I don't know how far along we're in the movie now, but yeah, I can see why not people. Not that far, dude. I can see why people <laughs> would be like, "What the fuck's going on in this?" Did I um? I think I might have told you, or, or people who know me probably know, but the first time I watched Inherent Vice was directly after watching The Nice Guys. <laughs> and how'd that go? It was great. It's a perfect okay, good. double feature. Yeah. They're not, you know, exactly the same kind of movie, but a lot of the humor is very, very similar. Oh, yeah. They both come from an understanding of, you know, neo-noir. Yeah, and it's very serious. It's like serious... Slapstick comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, violent comedy. Ryan Gosling in that may it may maybe my favorite Gosling ever because it's, it's very much up there for me. Yeah. And another, this is a uh, a, a a stoner's film noir, obviously, because his the character he just talked to just disappeared up in smoke. <laughs> he Batmaned. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Up. Look at these guys just watching boats, hanging out. He goes back to his his lawyer friend who knows everything about boats. He's he's a maritime lawyer. Oh, they look so cute, just like hanging out over the the edge, laying their head on their arms. 
This is oh. how I'm trying to live. Oh, I brought up Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas earlier because obviously Del Toro is in that. I think he also plays a lawyer. Oh, wow. And yeah, so he's very much... Well, in that movie, he's like the, you know, a, a doc character where he's all high. Well, you know, more exaggerated. He's yeah. high and just tripping out on shit. So it's 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 a worthwhile movie, that one. Um, I'd watch it. Yeah. I just, it's one of those movies that like 20 something year old film guys have like posters of or say it's their favorite film. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's like 10 years ago that was one of the, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of those. Fight Club somehow withstood the test of time and people still treat it like that. But I don't know. It's just like one of those movies that if I see Johnny Depp's face all distorted on a poster, I think that. It's probably like a first-year film study student who has a poster of it in his dorm room. Which I was never that infatuated with Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I, I appreciate what it is, but I never got mm-hmm. that into it. I mean, for Fight Club, though, I was kind of really into it when I first saw it. But Did I've... you have a Fight Club poster? No. What's the name of the actress who's playing the waitress here? She's actually been in a lot of stuff. She was in... um. She was the main bad guy in... 22 Jump Street. Comedian. Brie, Brie Larson? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. She's a comedian. She's been a few things. She's she's a pr- pretty big character in Workaholics, too. <clears throat> That's something IMDb note would know because my Wikipedia does not go that far down the cast list. I can look it yeah, up. Yeah, please I'll look, look it, up. it up because my phone is about to die. No worries. I'm at uh, uh 40%, so I'm still good. Mm-hmm. So okay, again, we have another scene where everything is laid out to Doc here. Uh, this actor who I don't think we, we we might meet him later on, don't we? I don't remember now because again, it's been a while since I've seen it, and I saw half of it last night. And then I passed out because I drank so much Nyquil. But the fact that because you're an alcoholic, <laughs> they introduce another character. This character who owned the boat and like disappeared on the boat. And they came back. And yeah, adding this whole side story just throws in more, more plot, and yeah, makes it a bit more convoluted. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on, but hey, Del Toro sells it. Did you find out her name yet? I'm trying. I'm I'm, I'm doing two at once here, Sarah. <laughs> she deserves better. Gotta gotta get off. The cast has 110 people in it. Okay, here we go. Scrolling down. Uh, let's see. There's uh, a lot of people in this. Oh, Martin Short's in this movie. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, some guy named Dr. Igor. Let's see. Crocker Fenway. That's not who it is. Golden Fang Mother. Buddhist Monk. Uh, maybe she's all the way down to the bottom. A patient. Nope. Uh, a judge. Nope. You could look it up by... Workaholics or 22 Jump Street. I don't know. I'm almost to the end. Flight attendant. <laughs> uh, commando hippie girl. Groupie. Commando hippie girl. Okay. I'm going to pull in Workaholics Inherent Vice. Into Look Google. at this drink. Is that your kind of drink, Sarah? It's a lot of fruit for a drink. It's more like a lunch. It's a cucumber <laughs> and a lime. Strawberry orange. So, no. Maybe that's two limes cut different ways, actually. Those are two limes cut two different ways. That's a waste of a lime. <laughs> ah. Uh, 
Julian Bell. Jillian Bell. Jillian Bell. There we go. Yeah. She doesn't even get... Nobody, you don't even get to see her face, but I, I did recognize her. You're, yeah. you're good, because I, I never noticed it until now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good job. Thanks. And thank you, Jillian Bell, for your work in the advice. <laughs> so here we are yet again with... Oh, it's just uh, more Golden Fang talk. More Golden Fang. Shasta. Shasta Faye was on the Golden Fang. Shasta. Uh, oh, Shasta Where's McNasty, the TV Out show. Out at sea someplace. 1999, <laughs> Stop talking about Shasta McNasty. <laughs> I just want people to know. Nobody knows about that. You even lost me with that reference. It He's looking out. He's looking for Gary Busey's son. Not really? It did. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh. Oh, she's in Bridesmaids? And she's in The Master? Yeah, huh. she's in What? She was in The Master. That's what it says here. Oh, he must like her. He's put her in a few things, huh? Oh, and her character name is Clorinda. Clorinda. Huh. That is uh, interesting. I don't know if you knew. I don't know if you knew this, Sarah, and you might have known it already because he is with Maya Rudolph. But Paul Thomas Anderson is a fan of comedy, and he likes to throw in comedians in his movies every once in a while. He uh, put in Paul T- Paul F. Tompkins into There Will Be Blood because he liked him from uh, his stand-up. Uh, uh, it's like a fun fact. That's really cool, though. I like that. I mean, it explains a lot. I love it when comedians do serious stuff. You should see The Informant uh, by Steven Soderbergh because it is nothing but comedians, like wall-to-wall, you know, mm-hmm. comedic actors in, like, a drama. Okay, it's if you're going to bring up Soderbergh, can I talk some hi- Haywire real quick? Okay, yeah, you just watched that for the first time. Do you like Haywire? I love Haywire. I love Haywire too. Oh, isn't that great? I'm glad yeah. you I'm glad you love it. So Haywire. You think that's a Bond film or a Bourne film? To me, that is uh, Okay, well, it's it's hard to even dif- differentiate because Bourne is kind of Bourne is Bond. Mm-hmm. Bourne is a pastiche of Bond. But I would call it a more a Bond film, Haywire. Because it stands up better than any other Bourne movie, and it holds its own against any other any well a lot of Bond movies. So I'd say Bond. You know what my main clue is why it's I think it's a Bond movie. Why? It's the music. Yeah. Es- especially while they're in uh, what Barcelona. Uh huh. That music is pure Bond. That chase, everything that happens is all like a Bond. Like, it reminds me of, like, Casino Royale, kind of, like, long chases and stuff like that. So maybe it's more like a modern Bond movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... I I love spy movies, like, to death. Mm -hmm. And Haywire is... It's kind of... I like physical spy movies. I don't like sexy women spy movies. I like people fighting spy movies. And that's kind of something I talked about on um, Double... Edge Double Bill, uh, I was talking about the fact that 
most of the time when it's a female-led action film, she's a spy first and a fighter, like, physical activity violence after that. Like, she tries to seduce the man first. This is the other way around. Oh, yeah, no. Um, And that's not to say that um, the lead, uh, Gina Carino, Carino? Mm-hmm. It's not to say she's not, you know, sexy. She is, but she's mm-hmm. first. She's like powerful. She's intimidating at first, but then also sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you're saying, like it's kind of always the flip with any other female-led spy movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but those are my thoughts on Haywire. Haywire. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're going to this house in the middle of nowhere. They are going to this house in the middle of nowhere, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, so... Oh, you know what? One little funny thing. Uh, have you ever seen the show Documentary Now? I've seen the first season. So you should see this new season. They're already on season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched the... Um, I forget what it was called, like... Batshit Valley uh, mm-hmm. episodes, mm-hmm. and it starred Owen Wilson as a cult leader. So <laughs> that's great. It was funny watching that the other night, and then watching this. Um, so this is like a band is being put over here, putting put up here by their record label. Yeah. Spotted Dick. And of course, she was from the pussy parlor from earlier. Yep, yep. For anybody this playing Bambi. the drinking game, or you could create like one of those—not drinking, but one of those uh, pot smoking games, right? No, the kids With don't do that. Kids, the the kids don't <laughs> smoke the pots and uh, <laughs> and play games as as they do. Hey, kids, don't do drugs. They're bad. <laughs> we are in the state of Texas. We do not advocate illegal drug use of marijuana. Marijuana's marijuana, you you can do that all you want in uh, California, Colorado. <laughs> um, where else are they doing Nevada. it now? Nevada, Nevada. Oh, that's right, Nevada, huh? Oh, oh wow. yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, Texas. Are just Nazis are just casually hanging out with their swastikas on the back of their jean jackets. Oh boy, that's what I'm talking about. And this is really hurt. She's talking about it basically. She's like, they've slowly been taking over. Yeah. Poor hippies. Yeah, you're right. Earlier, your whole, the overarching theme is like, hey, it's over. It's over, man. The bad guys got it. It's like when your parents use a meme. They're more (laughs) sinister. It was over for me when, whenever my mom got Facebook. I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. I'm done. Once my mom started playing on Facebook and selling her essential oils. <laughs> essential oils. Uh, still don't, I have no idea what essential oils are. I don't uh, know either. I, I don't. I, olive oil in a can with like some smells. <laughs> Peppermint. Do you, do you rub them on yourself? Oh, I didn't ask my mom that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the whole, uh, the whole running theme of pizza in this. There's a lot of pizza. Oh really? Okay, so they get pizza in the beginning. Where, where's another? Pizza? Well, they, she's making a pizza right now. She was just making a pizza. What about what else? Uh, there's a scene coming up where they eat a pizza. 
Okay. This and then oh 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 and when Reese comes to Joaquin's uh, apartment, she's like, "I'll bring over some pizza." Yeah, man. Yeah, so the, man. This is a- I mean, this is probably around the time that like to go pizza got very big. Like, isn't that weird? I actually was thinking about that recently. How like ordering pizza was not a thing before a certain time period. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, man, I love this, like, ASMR Owen Wilson whispering. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, what? this feels weird. <laughs> I'm having a moment, sorry. Lightning okay. Queen is, like, whispering in my ear. Yeah, calm down, Sarah. <laughs> I, 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 I should make an ASMR podcast. I think I joked about that once. I think you probably did joke about that. I think I joked. Yes. I think I joked. It, joked about it on like the podcast you were on, maybe, right? I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember um, anything I've done before this moment. But see, I can't do uh, ASMR because all the podcasts on the network are in mono, so I can't do the left and right channels. Like that's what you have to do with ASMR. You have to go on the left side and then on the right side. <laughs> Gotta go over here, then over here. Yeah. 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 So why can't you do one that's on? Mono because it's just one channel. You can't because like well, why, the. the well, why couldn't you just record the podcast in a different way? I I could release it in stereo, mm-hmm. um, but listen, running this podcast network, I give myself stupid rules to follow. You know, they all have uh-huh. to be in mono. They all have to be you know uh, a single bit, bit rate. They have to. Yeah, I don't know. But there's I, no there's no like rule set by the like what no, we're using to Okay, so no. you're insane. I <laughs> I got. I got it. No, <sighs> no worries. I understand. You know, I could I could release it in stereo. You're right. You're right. And literally no reason to There is no reason other than <laughs> <laughs> You got me, Sarah. You got me. <laughs> okay, cool. Not that anyone's like begging you to make an ASMR anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, if one person out there says, "Hey, do an SMR, ASMR podcast," then I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. And that's th- that's the demand I'm seeking. It's just one person, one person to ask you to do anything, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, I do it." Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. waiting for that one that 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 single validation. Yeah. Oh, they're still whispering. It's it's really long <laughs> whispering. They're whispering, Sarah. They're whispering. I can dig. I can dig. So, okay. Uh, How the baby look? How did Amethyst look? Yeah. What is your favorite Owen Wilson? This. I mean, I don't really like Owen Wilson. You know, why, why don't you like Owen Wilson? You know, um, con- controversy. Here quick. we go. Stand by for a controversial statement from Sarah Sortino. No, I don't like him all that much. Um, uh, uh. He's okay in Tenenbaums. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Was he in... Am I going crazy? Doesn't he, Isn't he in Grand Budapest? Not Grand Budapest. Nope, nope, nope. Darjeeling Limited. Uh, like one of the brothers. He, wait. Now you have yeah. me... Now you have me thinking. He is, right? Him and Luke and then Adrian? No, 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 no. No. It's him... No, no, no. He's not in it. He's not the three. It's... It's Luke, uh, Schwartzman, no. and Brody, right? No, no, it's the other way around. I think. What? Okay. I think I get- it's the other. I think it's. I think you're mixing up the brothers. No, not now. Now I'm looking this up. Now we have to look it up. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, 
What am I I'm looking pretty up? Pretty sure I'm back. <laughs> Darjeeling Limited. Oh, here you go. They're eating pizza. Oh, nice. I'm telling I you. wonder if it has to do with the time period of when like takeout pizzas got big, though. I'm wondering now. My, now I want to get into that. My, oh, it's totally him, man. He plays oh, Francis. What? Why did I think Luke was in this? I don't know because you're mixing up Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, that's what it is. Huh. I like Darjeeling Limited. It's problematic, but it was always aesthetically one of my favorites. That's so weird that I thought Luke was in that, but you're right. Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody, Jason Schwartzman. I don't like it because of Owen Wilson, though. Probably like it because of Adrian Brody. <clears throat> I, I I like every Wes Anderson movie except for the dog movie that came out. I didn't like the dog movie either, man. No, I like them all except for that. it wasn't just because of what was going on with it, and people are like, oh, why did you decide to do like a movie that's mostly in the language you don't speak? But, no. You, you know. Oh, this is great. Right here. What? He's just walking over to the LAPD. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just no problems. Everything's fine. We're just listening to the nice voice, and he's just scared. Boop. Oh, he's down. <laughs> That's the sound effect. Boop. Boop. <laughs> the, the, really, this commentary is just me making boop sounds. <laughs> uh, feel free to make any of the sound effects you deem worthy of this. Huh? Okay, <laughs> since it's it's all connected, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, Wes Anderson, let me see with this. <coughs> Isle of Dogs, I had the same feeling towards after seeing it for the first time than when I did um, Moonrise Kingdom. So maybe I'll mm-hmm. come back to Isle of Dogs and say, hey, it wasn't that bad, you know, with the second mm-hmm. rewatch, like I did Moonrise Kingdom. So who knows, I, though? I, I just, don't know. I'm just kind of over Wes Anderson. Like, I'm not in, I'm not a massive fan right now. Oh, there he goes. Chocolate banana. Chocolate banana. He loves his chocolate bananas. We should be eating chocolate bananas. Really? Where where can I get a chocolate banana right now? Disney. Disney. <laughs> All right. I bet you H-E-B has it over by the ice cream. I don't know. I mean, I've been here many years and I've never seen a chocolate banana. Did you go out of your way to look for it? Or were you like, do you, do you buy it's, a chocolate banana? It's one of those things where I'm like. I think I've seen them. No, I would notice it if they had them. Look at this picture. It's like the Last Supper. With yeah. pizza. Everything is the last supper. Oh, okay. There are many things flying around here in this commentary. One thing I wanted to touch on was, you say the pizza thing is because of the, the, the whole delivery thing. I think the pizza thing is there just because it's just, it's hippie culture. You know, hippies get high and they get hungry and they want to eat pizza. Yeah, but what I'm saying is there was a time period where pizza, like takeout pizza and delivery pizza became popular in the United but yeah, States. But yeah, you could be right. Um, so I'm wondering when that time period took off. Okay, I'm gonna look I it up. I know it is. I know it is. It has to be around this time. Did you ever notice the toppings in that first pizza in the movie when um, uh, Newsom invites Joaquin Phoenix over to the parlor? No, to, to oh, you know, I don't have it memorized, but tell me, and all the the toppings include, um, and I could be wrong, but it looks very much like marshmallows, chocolate. It's like a it's like a dessert pizza. Okay, I have an idea. What? An article, like a listicle article. Oh my god, a listicle article. <laughs> a it's listicle just article. Show. Well, this yes. will help you time uh, the podcast because I only make <laughs> oh my god sounds like when that type of stuff happens. Um, uh, of movies that feature pizzas with unconventional toppings. Uh, this is on there, and then also uh, Princess Diary, the Princess Diary. Okay, I've trusted you on that. M and M. 
So on top of the pizza. We can think of more. I, I, I'm, I can't think of any other. Oh, I, 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 I could, but it, I, need, I need some time. Yeah. Who, who plays this character right here? This is, uh. And her character's is, name is what exactly? I like how she looks. I swear I looked into this actress before last time I watched this, but I don't remember. If I knew her character's name, I'd, I'd, I'd look it up. Did you know that Amazon video, and I could pull up right now, but I, I don't want to. Um, they have this thing where it's called like Amazon X-Ray. Mm-hmm. When you watch the movie, you can turn on the X-Ray feature. Google Play does the same thing. It shows you who the actress or actor that's on. Well, screen. never mind. I thought it was an, an Amazon thing, but Mm-mm. I guess other other players do that too. Nope, you're just like everyone else. Does <laughs> Does Google Play, uh, you know, trivia also throughout the whole thing? I think so, but it's only when you have it. Like for me, I've only ever seen it something Spanish. <laughs> I've only ever seen it when I am like casting to my TV and I have the player open on my phone at the same time. Okay, okay. So I see it on my phone, I don't see it on the TV screen. Uh I don't see here on the Wikipedia page which is, you know, the number one source of reliable information. I don't see on the page when they started doing delivery. Let's see. When pizza <laughs> Dear delivery. Google, when did pizza delivery become a thing? Hey, I'm always I wanna give Thank Google you. just keywords. I'm just put when pizza delivery. That that's how I do things. <laughs> that's not gonna work. Watch History work. of Pizza Th- in the There United you go. States. Hey, you know, I put okay. This this is how well I Google. I put in when well. when pizza delivery and the yeah. first article that says first article pops up says the history of pizza de- delivery. So boom. boom. I'm good. The history Kapow. of pizza delivery. It all started in 1889. <laughs> okay, that's too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here here we go. Uh modern delivery started in 1960. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's close enough. Yeah, I think it really took off in the 60s and the 70s. I love that she slaps him and then the next scene doesn't look like she had slapped him at all. It's surreal. It's really good. She's hanging out with some Nazis. Oh, her name's Miss Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Her name is Michelle Sinclair. That's a name. Her, she's also known as Belladonna. Mm-hmm. She is, get ready for this, Sarah, mm-hmm. a pornographic artist. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. pornographic actress. I don't know why I said artist. It could, it's oh, an art. Yes. She is retired, though, it says here. What a shame. Oh, uh, what a shame. Wow, okay. I really like her, though. She kind of looks like, um, what's her name? Elizabeth, uh, the Scientologist uh-huh. actress. Elizabeth Olsen? Oh, Elizabeth Olsen? Elizabeth. Mm, maybe? Mm, yeah. Wait. The one Moss. Tale. Moss, 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 Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was <laughs> side tr- I was sidetracked here reading Belladonna's Wikipedia page. Yeah, sure. Sorry. She retired <laughs> She retired in uh, 
2012. Why are your feet that dirty, dude? Like how? He's a hippie. <laughs> Come on, man. Hippies walk around bare feet. Come on, hippie. Oh. This reminds me of Jersey Shore. <laughs> the houses having a bunch of like steps and being near the ocean and being kind of not great. How long did you? How long did you spend in Jersey? I lived there until I was uh, right before I turned fifteen. Oh, I was there for like I was born there. Then I spent maybe two years of my life, through two or three years, and then I moved to California. So, mm-hmm. so you don't, don't understand? No, don't understand. At all. Although I'm. I'm from Jersey. I was born in Jersey, but I wouldn't say my I wouldn't say I'm a Jersey boy. I'm a I'm, I'm a Texan because I spent most I, of my life I in Texas. I also wouldn't say I'm a Jersey boy. <laughs> you wouldn't say that. No, come on. No, I wouldn't. She sent him a little post postcard just to keep the trail hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just to just to keep keep her in his mind. Shasta. Shasta, nasty. <laughs> Gonna look up you. Gonna look up UPN. We're an hour and thirteen minutes in, guys. We're doing great. Just to keep you up to date where we're at. I'm afraid if I press the timer on my PlayStation remote, it'll skip ahead because yeah, I'll just I'll just keep track. Don't worry about it. Don't because my PlayStation remote it has this pad in the middle, and mm-hmm. I've only had the PlayStation Four for a few months now because I just got back into gaming. But to to as far as I know, to look at the timer, you have to press this pad in the middle. But if you press it to the left or right, it skips ahead or back fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. So I have to press it in the exact right place, and I'm afraid this is like, really boring. I don't care about it <laughs> at all. A Ouija board. Do you listen to the podcast? Last podcast from the left. I'm gonna so, be honest. I don't listen to any podcasts. <laughs> oh wow, that's how much of a podcast fan you are. And how many podcasts do you currently host? I currently host two, and I listen to the ones that I am <laughs> You should listen to some podcasts, Sarah. No, I agree with you. Um, I've tried to listen. Oh, this is going to sound really shitty. I've tried to listen to some other film podcasts just to like see what everybody else is doing. Uh-huh. I just can't. <laughs> Look, I, I don't blame you. Um, I don't listen to many film podcasts. I listen to primarily comedy podcasts um, mm-hmm. and... But there's this one called Last Podcast from the Left that if you want to hear three guys just talk about the history of... I've never s- wanted to hear three guys. <laughs> I've already lost you. If you want to hear You've three guys... You've already lost me. <laughs> three guys? Ugh. Ugh. No, Too okay. much. It's informative. They they go through, like, um, you know, uh, the history of... Uh, well, how how do I even describe it? You know, they, we're talking through this, but this is this is a really nice scene. Anyway, the long and short of it is, it is that they, they they pick topics and they do like some deep research on them. And they recently did a, a Ouija board uh, episode, and it was an mm-hmm. interesting listen because I didn't know a lot of the history about Ouija boards until that. So anyway, no this this whole sequence, and this is gonna get sad. Uh, it got me thinking about this movie in a different way when I saw it like maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. because uh, I had gone through a, a big breakup. And before the breakup, I saw it just as like a zany, you know, film noir, you know, comedy. But then like seeing it again through a new lens, I'm like, hey, this is this speaks more about, like I said earlier, you know, a sense of like the past and trying to, you know, re feel those feelings again and and how it's kind of like a failed attempt to, to do that. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's sad. 
Never get back with an ex, everyone. No, <laughs> it's not good. You'll just look kind of sad as you drive away with them. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, yeah. Oh, and here we go. Pizza! Uh, I'm telling you, hey, I should have got a pizza for this. Yeah, we should have ate pizza. Pie! Yeah, we should have got pie. pizza. We should have got pizza and chocolate-covered bananas. <laughs> and going back to H-E-B, um, I know, I mean, I don't... It's maybe it's not a thing in Texas as it is in other places. Cause hey, listeners, by the way, um, H E B is a local grocery oh, that's store right. in Texas. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's probably my favorite grocery store. Imagine a Walmart, but with with a lot more gro- well, mostly grocery stuff in it. And yeah, and it's not so shitty as Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it depends on which one you go. It's very regional. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yes. Uh, H E B. She's a, been in anything either. H-U-B is co-founded by a Mr. Butts. Mr. Butts. Fun fact. Mr. Butts. My favorite butt. H-U-B butt. The Martin Short sequence here. What do, you, what do you make of it, Sarah? I think it's perfect for him. Yes. I really like Martin Short a lot. It's not just because I watched, uh, what was it called? Clifford? I watched Clifford for the <laughs> first time. Um, maybe last year. and uh, I just love, I've always liked him a lot. Uh, I think him he's always and, amazing. Him and Steve Martin. Like, I love all those guys. But this is perfect for him. Look at this outfit. Oh, he's beautiful. <laughs> like, if you were mistaken on, like, just how zany and out of this world this movie is. Blackoid. Um, just wait until you get to this scene. I mean, I... <clears throat> I love that this sequence is in here. You know... Yeah. A few a few years ago, I, you could have said to me, "Hey, what do you think about cutting this scene out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" You know, um, but no. I mean, it. I love it. Yeah, it gets to the bottom of a lot of things that are going on, but it also, again, tells kind of shows you how much you're trying to make it into this like evil crime syndicate. But it, these guys aren't that evil. They're just you know, <laughs> they're just no. cocaine people. That's okay, right? Yeah. That's fine. And then they fix up the, the hippie's teeth and put him into like this this action group to for political shenanigans. But in the end, like it doesn't matter. You don't really need to. He's not gonna solve. He's not gonna. He's not gonna put an end to this. No, no, you're right. Like it's you want that sense of like, oh, there are these evil people behind this stuff. But when the evil person is this guy, <laughs> yeah. And he's not even the main evil guy. Like he's just, yeah. When when you have one of the most no. When you have, yeah. When you have one of the underlings of the evil people. Yeah, the, he's he's just as fucked up as the rest of them. Yeah, he's part of the culture, still. So this isn't this is still not the, the overlord of the. But he thinks so. <laughs> I just love how. Yeah, and Doc just Doc goes, is just like right willing to be part of things. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she from too she's great all right i'm gonna look this up too Let's look see. it up come on she's <laughs> look at a, that. come on so good if she's also a a former pornographic actress i'm gonna be like are you assuming don't assume no i'm not assuming i'm I just no no mm-hmm. and now i'm being called out by sarah on this podcast for being yeah, a sexist don't, don't yeah. assume that people are <laughs> part of part of the pornography arts okay Pornography arts. Pornographic arts. What would you even say she is? Oh, I'm going to go to Google. I'm going to put in Martin Short, <laughs> Secretary, Inherent Vice. 
<laughs> Short secretary inherent vice. Fake teeth. Fake teeth. I need to go to a dentist. It's been a while since I've been. Oh, I don't do that. You don't do dentist? No, I don't know. Oh. Dentist is important, Sarah. Okay. Well, good talk. <laughs> do you have a fear? I just... I, I, I just uh, don't do that. That's all it is. I mean, I've no, I'm never... I did when I was a kid. I never had cavities as a kid. <clears throat> I just, um, I floss and I brush my teeth and... Well, it's like, as long as you floss and everything. Yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if something if something happens and I start to be like, have some issues, then I'll, I'll go to the dentist. There might be something going on I don't know about, but I'm in blissful ignorance and that's okay. <laughs> Japonica is an interesting name. Japonica. This is like the children of former hippies that are like grew up rich, you know? California hippies that started making money, still named their kids a hippie name, but... Oh, hi. Shakes a tambourine. How'd she get in without going past them having sex? <laughs> oh, maybe he came from... The... Did he come from the elevator earlier? Maybe that's why. No, 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 they came from the door. No, he came in... Martin Shore came through the elevator... Maybe she but came in through the came elevator. Through the door. Mm-hmm. No, she just came in through the door. Hey, they're all high right now, Sarah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying to make too much sense of the stage direction. <laughs> we finally found a flaw in this movie. <laughs> don't like this movie anymore. I'm still trying to find this secretary's uh, the secretary actress name. <laughs> this 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 is this is real. No, I don't know how to drive. Miss, uh, it's groovy. Groovy. It's groovy it's, being insane. It's not groovy, man. <laughs> it's not groovy. This, yeah, this, all of this is really weird. Them deciding to get in the car together, but everybody's high, so it makes sense, sort of. Uh, Elaine Tan. Okay. 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 Her name is um Where the fuck did it go? Zandra. Zandra. She's got a great outfit in this. She was in Tully. She was on Doctor Who. Oh, okay. She was in Beyond the Lights, which I've heard is good, I haven't seen. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of other little things. Alright, this this is trippy, man. Yeah, so now, you know, they, they've been driving for a while. They're going to have to pull over. You ever been pulled over by the cops when you were high as fuck? I've never been pulled over by cops. You've never been pulled over by a I've cops? Never, I've literally interacted with a cop one time. It's because he was taking me from my car that had a flat tire back to my house. You are the... I have white privilege. I was going to say, you're the epithesis oh, yeah. of white privilege. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm I'm very white. I'm, I look young. I'm a girl. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going I'm to give you two instances. <laughs> Manson inst- again! <laughs> two instances of me being put over. Well, it's actually three, but it's 
there's two in one. So in this neighborhood I live in now, I got put over twice for the same infraction for passing a stop sign, but I did not pass it. I stopped at the stop sign, you know, mm-hmm. so screw those cops for pulling mm-hmm. me over for the same thing, give me a ticket the second time. And another instance was a few years ago. Was, was when that the, in Austin or was that outside of Austin? I'm actually living on the outskirts of Austin. I'm in Williamson County. Uh-huh. Which so is not, was it over by Williamson County? or It was over, It was in Williamson County. Yeah. yeah. Williamson County cops, if you don't know, if people living outside of Texas, uh, they're not like Travis County cops. They're a lot more, uh, they're more asshole-ish. They're than, not groovy, uh, man. They're not groovy, man. Because Austin cops, Travis County cops... They don't care, all right? I'm trying to... Okay, I really wish I could pause this and read this. I've never actually looked at this graph he's made. He made a uh, It's Always Sunny type chart of... Oh, I want that phone! Okay, look at this kid. This kid. <coughs> oh, and the, oh, w- real quick. The other time I got pulled over was after seeing the Avengers uh, midnight screening. It was like 2 a.m. Pulled me over, again, in Winston County. And he looked at me, he's like, hey, uh, Joe, or Joseph or whatever. I go, no, that's not me. And I go, I know you. you know, no, it's not me. And he's like, and we went back and forth for like a 30 seconds. I'm like, I'm not who you think I am. We don't all look the same, you Damn. fucking asshole. I didn't say that, but that's mm-hmm. what I thought. it. So it, for those who don't know me, I am of Hispanic origin. And mm-hmm. I look like a lot of people to one white person, so... Damn white people. Damn white people. Now his <laughs> Bigfoot son just poured him a drink. Yep. Yeah, my friends, uh, especially in Tallahassee, they would have like um, tint on their windows uh-huh. within the legal limit, and they would have to keep their like paperwork saying that that's the that's the amount of tinting they had within the legal limit on them because the cops would constantly pull them over that's so dumb mm-hmm. cops they suck cops suck they suck down with the popo yes as they say it's one thing we <laughs> want to get clear on this commentary is the, the pigs man they aren't groovy <laughs> not groovy at all nope <clears throat> So this is pretty interesting too because he's just like sitting here, he's eating his his food, and he's just yelling at the the waiter in Japanese. He's uh, eating his panakeku. What's that? Panakeku. Mm-hmm. It's what he yells. But what Pan- is that? Pancakes, right? Mm. <laughs> Why would he go there for pancakes? Maybe they make the best pancakes. Yeah, I see clearly he just put a pancake in his mouth. There, there, there must no, be right. right. There must be good pancakes. So wait, how did Martin Short's character die? Oh fuck! He said it was a neck injury by any, but I swear there's a scene of the, him by a trampoline. But maybe I've lost. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. I we wasn't paying attention. About the police. Yeah, we were talking about the police there. Oh, there you go. Um. Yeah, this, but is, it, this he is was, interesting. That's another food we can add to the inherent vice menu. Yeah. I do actually think uh, the Animal Draft House in Austin did a um, menu for inherent vice, and they put on uh, the chocolate bananas. Mm-hmm. And I think they had pancakes, too. Mm. They do shit like that all the time. Yeah, we'll do, yeah, yeah. let's do this. I'm going to throw an inherent vice party. All right. You're going to have pizza, pancakes. Cocaine. Cocaine. All right. Um, awesome. <laughs> write your own message on a... 
Pancake Coup. Pancake Coup. Cool. And like the uh, doc's like, just well, giving him napkins. <laughs> rappers, uh, not rappers. What are, what are the kids who smoke weed call it? The little well, rappers. What? I don't know. Rolling uh, papers. Zigzag. Well, you write a nice little message on your rolling paper, and then you can smoke it. But you probably uh. get like lead poisoning. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Or, or is is zigzags a, a a pot thing? Zigzags. Oh, I don't know. I'm too old for this. Because like I think that's something that Eminem says in the song, and they bleeped out <laughs> for the radio version. I and don't like, know, man. You're lost, me. I don't know Eminem that well. I don't know about his zigzags. I don't know what the kids are calling drugs these days. I can't keep up. Listen, I don't do drugs. I just drink a lot. (laughs) I can't keep up with drugs. I don't understand them. Oh, they're uh, they're wrapping papers, zigzags. I was right. Okay. Okay. There you go. There you go. If you want to wrap up some some, uh, pot, you use the zigzag. Swallow that. (laughs) That was a good sync point. It is just a lot of people talking is what this movie is. But yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's so good. It is good. I mean, I'm trying to think. One running theme of these commentaries has been, for some of these movies, is like, hey, why don't people like this movie? Like, why don't people like Jupiter Ascending or Miami Vice or what's another one I've done? Well, I mean, everybody loves Fury Road. We did, I did that one earlier. But my theory on this one is like, yeah, it's, it's convoluted. There's a lot of people talking. There's it's funny, but and it's long. Mm. You know, there's just too much. It's like too much for some people. No, I, I respect that. I mean, they're wrong. <laughs> but we you still res- have an hour. They, you respect the wrongness. Mm-hmm. You did say before we recorded yesterday that oh no, two days ago when I confirmed, it's like hey, we're doing this commentary, and you're like, yep. And you said you did say it was going to be torture. Yeah, I mean, I feel fine right now. Okay. We're an hour and a half in. I'm, I'm okay. It's such. I mean, there's so much to. There's just so much going on. I. It is a long movie. I'm not gonna pretend like you don't feel that it's long while you're watching it, but it's still very good. Yes. Long movies are not always bad, and it's okay to feel that it's, it. Not all bad, Keiko. Here she is again, just sitting in the car. Is she really there, or is she not really there? Uh, I'm going to say she is not there. She could be. I mean, I want to go back and eventually read that article that says, that theory that says Doc and Bigfoot are the same person. Mm -hmm. uh, Maybe that's a long shot, but I'm more inclined to think that the narrator here is not real. I'm going to write an article about pizza and movies. (laughs) You do that. What's 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 what? Publish it. What's the oh? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for knowing how lax my standards are. Straight is hip. (laughs) It's cool to be square. For a lot of uh, film noir movies, you have to have a cult, right? I I I know there's there's the cult trope. Yeah, I mean. yeah, there's some of them. Some of them have that. And Not a lot, but yeah. Ones. My favorite is uh, Murder My Sweet. Um, Kiss Me Deadly. I like uh, anything with Veronica Lake. I should have uh, seen at least one of those 
before seeing this. Um, <laughs> I have Kiss Me Deadly. I've never seen it before. It's all about conspiracy. It's all yeah, about, conspiracy. you know, like undercover things going on. Coming into this for the first time, I had no idea. No, did I have an idea that there was cults in this? But, yeah. I mean, I, if it's if, if it's a 70s setting, yeah, there's some fucking cults going on. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, um, there's a new adaptation of the Jonestown Massacre. I think, no, um, me, me, being made by the guy who did Breaking Bad. Fuck, what's his name? Isn't it? Anyway. Uh, Jones, Vince Gilligan. That's him, mm, right? Yeah. No, that sounds right. Anyway, the Jonestown thing, it's insane. Uh, I, read, I, I read some of that and I uh, watched the movie starring Powers Booth covering that. Hmm. Like, no I one. I don't really get into cults, they always upset me. It, it, it's an upsetting topic. Um, and yeah, uh, in the sixties and seventies, especially with the Manson, <laughs> with the Manson stuff, yeah, people were terrified. Yeah, so they're they're like getting these hippies to be like anti-communism, anti-hippie, basically. Yeah. Because what they're yeah, these guys are all red scare. So it's getting them off the drugs and. Making them a little bit, little bit uh, edgy. Here's the swastika guy. Yep. Yay. Oh, and I like this reveal. He's he's rolling up his tie, and it's coming up. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, maybe Shasta. you should just take it off. Are you? Is he just playing with the tie, or is he trying to hide it? No, he's playing with it. Uh, I, I've noticed that men do that. I mean, you don't wear ties usually, Sarah, do you? No, but I do wear tat- face tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I've done I that. I wear be- a bolo tie like Joaquin is right now. Ah, uh, trying uh, to bolo tie it up. I've done that before, where I have like a normal tie and I roll it up and just play with it. So hmm. I can uh, empathize with this uh, Nazi. <laughs> It's the, it's the only only topic that we have yeah, like on. Yeah, like, is that a Nazi symbol on us? It's like, no, it's it's good luck and fortune. It looks like a swastika to me. <laughs> well, he's not really associated with us, so that's okay. This this actor's odd. Yeah, he's he's, he's good though. He's good. He's for good. The he's scene. good. Odd. Yeah. Yeah, he's like just don't pay attention to him. Look, it's Owen. What's up, Lightning McQueen? What's going on? <laughs> His reaction. Fuck. What the fuck? Scientology. That's another cult. Mm-hmm. Now, I have seen Going Clear. Oh, that's that counts as cult uh, movie watching. That's true. You know, I I uh, I know there are allegations of what uh, some members have done, and I know I I understand why people are mad at. Uh, Elizabeth Moss and Tom Cruise, but mm-hmm. you know, look, the FBI guys are just hanging out. But really, they're supposed to be trying to find these people, and they're just hanging out. Here's my controversial statement: All religions are cults. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This is an anti-religion podcast. Yes, <laughs> thanks for joining. 
hope we lost you by hour and 40 minutes in. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm very... I like learning about religion. I don't participate. I don't participate. I respect anybody who's who's within there. Anybody within like a, a reasonable uh, <laughs> extent, you know, don't be an asshole about it. I just don't care. Just, <laughs> I just don't do whatever. Just don't be a dick to anybody. So here's one thing I like that uh, he hey, solves. Eric Roberts is on the screen. I know. No, this is what I like that Doc solves the case right here. He finds Wolfman. Eric Roberts <laughs> chuckles. Hello, little hippie. This is just a very big personification. Like, this is overall reaching how people treat Doc. Hello, yeah. little hippie. Yeah. Yeah. Bad hippie dream. Yeah, you're, I mean, all my money. it goes into the death of the hippie culture. Like, this cult is literally trying to shatter that mm-hmm. I heard that Eric Roberts uh, as an actor likes to get high a lot and uh, directors who direct him and you may know this because you were a guest on Eric Roberts is the man the podcast mm-hmm. I don't know how much of this they talked about on there we but didn't it, talk about that no I did bring up hair and hair advice though Ah, yes. Uh, as far as I know, he gets high a lot, and directors who work with him now, um, they understand that, and they give him as few lines to read as possible at one time. <laughs> so, just keep yeah. that in mind each time you've seen Eric Roberts' performance. He is high out of his mind. Just fucking blazing. Yeah. And Harrison Ford apparently is, too. Um, it's a story. I don't know where I heard this story. So, Harrison Ford was on the set of like one big movie, and uh, a driver was taking him to set, and Harrison Ford had like this pan and this saucer lid on top of it, uh, driving to set. And the driver was like, "What is that?" And then Harrison Ford lifts up the 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 the, the, the saucer, the top, and like inhales like the smoke coming from it. And he's like, uh, "I ran out of papers, so I had to cook my marijuana on this pan." <laughs> so like <laughs> the smoke was just coming out of it, and he was inhaling it. So. Yeah, that's how that's how he likes to get Mr. Harrison Ford. Alleged, oh, allegedly, back. maybe that re- it's not a real story. Maybe I just made it all up. Maybe sounds right. Yeah. So this is okay. So this is a little bit later. They, I mean, he figures out things, but it doesn't solve anything. Wolfman's just back, and he's he's better. Shasta's still gone. Yeah, no, I mean, he solves that case. And how much more? How much more movie do we have left? Like almost an hour. Almost an hour. What are we going to do for the next hour? We're going to watch this goddamn movie, Marcella. Yep. He's depressed. Oh, yeah. I love this little cameo by. <laughs> did mm. they digitally put him in there, right? It seems I like. I mean, I don't know. Is that a show that you recognize? No, it, Adam 12 is a real show. And okay. it. It looks like they did a perfect job of putting him in there. Either no, either they recreated it, and if they did that, it's perfect. Or they put him in there digitally, and it's perfect. Either way, it's perfect. The femme fatale is back, and he did nothing at all, and she's nope. back to being a hippie. Yep.
he is tripping out. Now, is this a real? <laughs> is, is this a real thing? Yeah, is, this is real. This is She's real. Back. She didn't even really disappear. Everything was for nothing. Like they were just watching the movie now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I just like that his like gut is sticking out. <laughs> the fashion sense of Doc Sportello. Mm-hmm. I should I should start dressing like a hippie, but smoke no pot. Is that no. can, can I do that? Yeah, whatever, man. I do what I do, whatever I want. Do what you gotta do. Like we we both live in Austin, Sarah and I. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not together right now recording this. We're you're in South Austin, up uh, um technically in North Austin. I can still call myself an Austinite. Yeah, what are we, like, 30, 40 minutes away from? 30, 40 minutes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's this time here when it was all hippied out, and I came at, like, the, the tail end of that. And then since then, it's it's more just, you know, corporate, small, you know, small little businesses popping up. Uh, I'm. People tell me it's like the new San Francisco now. So, damn cool. It's a it's a different vibe here than it used to be. Yeah, I don't, it's not too hippie over here. No, no. Tallahassee had a lot of like hippies. Really? Oh, look at Bigfoot's wife. She's so nice. She looks familiar. Let's see. The blurred out. Uh, I think she comes and like jumps on the phone, which is fun because you get to see like the opposite side of things where. She thinks that that uh, Doc is the problem. Oh, those underwear are cute. <laughs> <laughs> or she is entirely cute. Also, not much of a butt. <laughs> oh boy, Sarah, are you into butts, Sarah? I mean, if they're right in the screen, yeah, I look and see what's the situation. No, but like I, 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 I never in thought. General, no, I'm not into butts. No, I never thought she had a small butt until you pointed it out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that. I'm not a butt but... guy. Yeah, Either. man, I don't care. Huh? <laughs> Sportello. The Doc Sportello. Look at him. Yeah. And we still don't see her face. That's funny that she's doing this all off camera. <laughs> Wait, who's she? She's yelling at him? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're both interesting characters. Their dynamics are insane. And then we get back to this, uh, an ex walking in to Doc's life. What is he going to do? This is a very interesting amount of scenes going on. There's a lot of anger. Oh. It's a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like stressful. Manson, when when did the Manson thing happen? It was like 1960. It was 60. Late, late 60s, yeah, because it's the, it's the death of the whole culture. I mean, 
I think it's 69 because we're coming up to the anniversary of it. That would make sense. And I only know that because Quentin Tarantino's new movie was going to be released like on the day that the anniversary happened of mm-hmm. the of the killing. So 69, this is 1970, yeah. So, I mean, this is supposed to be a very seductive scene. And I'm going to be honest, like, I'm... Every time I've seen this scene, I've always been a little bit more thinking about, like, the undertones that are going on of, like, them actually kind of being mad at each other. And this is kind of like a... I don't know, it's kind of like a revenge fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... It's it's not a good getting with your ex situation. No, it's not. He's mad. She doesn't give a crap. She's just being shitty. What what does she have to gain here? I don't know. She kind of wants to be told that she messed everything up. Right, yeah. And he should rightfully be not happy. I don't think he is, but he's like... Like, again, he's always kind of... He kind of just goes with whatever's going to happen. Uh-huh. But he's still in love with her, obviously. There's too much feet stuff going on. <laughs> You're not a feet person? No, this is too much for me. I'm okay with feet. She's gri- she's gripping. Oh, that's weird. I don't like this at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, if we're if we're just gonna not talk about how awkward it is to watch a sex scene. <laughs> no, I I had I had that in mind when I when you brought this up. I go, what are we gonna do with the sex scenes? Just gonna, just gonna talk through them like normal. Break yeah, down the I mean, sex that's scene. That's what we gotta do. I mean, we don't have to talk about the fact that it's like, you know, there's. It, I don't find this to be like attractive. This scene, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, oh, that was a sexy scene. I'm I'm more stressed out by this scene than anything. No, you're right. I I have that feeling too. I mean, I I obviously find her very attractive. Her being naked is a plus, but mm-hmm. it's not seductive. It's not sexy. No, it's it's manipulative. And- yeah. I mean, like, if we're going to talk about her being a femme fatale, this is probably the, the clearest example of we have of some, like, a woman who is powerful, uses her sex to her, you know, her sexuality to her advantage, but is dangerous. And that's kind of the whole thing with Noir. Yeah. It's like, you can't trust these women. No. They, they're emotional and they'll fuck up your lives just because they can. It's one thing we want to get across in this commentary. Do not trust women. Do uh, not. 100%. 100%. <laughs> guys, no women. Don't do it. Not any once. Any woman. All women will do whatever she's doing right now. <laughs> she has a bruise on her leg? She does. I do like the lighting and stuff in this. And that she looks like human. She's not... She looks human. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. I mean, they could have easily tried to do like a body double or like not let her oh, have yeah. any like discoloration. She's like a little more red on her arms. Her face is flushed. She, uh, there, I mean, it's she's not perfect. She's going for it. Like. She's, I wouldn't say brave, but you know, she, she's like, she's, she's topless. She's nude. I'm guessing she has one of those, uh, what, the wigs for the vaginas. What are those called? I don't know. We just saw full on, uh, Bush Vijay yeah. a few seconds ago. So, but there's an interesting thing where it's like, oh, you can't show a bare vagina. So she's you always, buff too. You have to Did cover you see her six pack. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's pretty good. But she's definitely going for it. And she's and she's a she's a star. 
She should be yeah, in more she, things. Yeah, she should be in way more things. She's yeah. very good. I mean, just to be able to have the courage to do like scenes like this. and Yeah. This is a very personal scene. I yeah. like how it's shot, though. This especially, like, is really interesting. Like, you you can see both. This whole film does this thing where you'll have more than one character in and they're not looking at each other directly, but you can see both their reactions Yeah, as things are going on. It's a very cool. In one long take. This has been one long take. <laughs> I am the long take teller. <laughs> that should be a podcast. It's called One Long Take. One Long Take. That's not. See, you just made him mad. Yeah. This is what you guys want. You guys just want hate Fox, then fine. Yeah. <laughs> what about Reese Witherspoon? Uh, she, do we ever see her again? <laughs> no, she's gone, man. That's a shame. As soon as he gets back with Shasta. Listen, if he had to, if he, if he left me to my own devices and he had me choose between Reese Witherspoon and. Catherine Watson. Marcelo, you're never going to have to make that choice. <laughs> okay, I, I won't make the choice then. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Look, now it's just regret. Well, I don't know if it's regret, but it's... I don't think it's regret. It's it's something. It's leading towards regret. Like It's, it's, it's I guess, it's a hate fuck. I guess that's what it looks like. No, like, she sells it so well here. Without saying anything right she's here. She's smiling. But no, but... Uh, oh, she, yeah. She has a tear in her eye, too. Yeah. It's it's sad. It's not healthy. Mm-mm. No. Kids, it's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. Kids, not healthy. Kids, don't do it. It's not healthy. No. <laughs> Yeah, there's use protection. There's the tear, <laughs> tear down her, down her face. That's still one take. I would have thought they'd cut by now. See, no, she lied. She didn't. She's acting like she went up north, but she was actually on the boat. A three-hour tour. <clears throat> now we're just watching the movie again. So, <clears throat> Inherent Vice. They said the title. It's the name of the movie. Inherent Vice. Hey, hey guys. The name of the movie? They just said it. It's Inherent, Inherent Vice. Vice. Hour and 50 minutes. They said the movie. She looks like Brie Larson there. Ooh, Brie Larson. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Just the mention of Brie Larson. <laughs> I've seen Captain Marvel tomorrow. I'll brag about it. I'm bragging about it. By this point, the movie would have already been out by now, but I'm hoping to make it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. She kind of does look like Brie a little bit in some scenes. A tiny bit. I have to agree with that. Yeah, I see it. They could yeah. be sisters. Yeah. You know what? Conspiracy. Ho- Hollywood, why, why shouldn't they play sisters in the movie? Yeah, let's do it. Do it. And I've looked this up before because I was curious because I... I do like her a lot, but uh, Catherine Watterson is a bit older than I thought she would be. I think mm-hmm. she's like in her late thirties. Mm-hmm. She looks young. Uh, did you? I, that's what I just read about uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Well, she's older. She's like thirty-eight. Wow, thirty-six. She looks amazing. Yeah, 
Look, Catherine Watterson is 39. Mm-hmm. She's looking good. I mean, do we have we talked about how uh, Newsom is uh, the wife of Andy Samberg? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. That? Yeah. So she is a musician. I, I knew that, yeah. Have you ever listened to her music? No, I haven't. Very lyrical, but also it's like, I forget what, what um, she plays a few instruments, but she's very, like, almost classical. Interesting. And then she has, like, very interesting, like, literary lyrics, like, very very convoluted. And uh, she's got this great voice. And then she's, um, she actually was in Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Really? Yeah, their, their roadie is addicted to dying and then coming back again. Right. Oh, okay, okay. She plays, like, the nurse or the doctor in that Gotcha, scene. gotcha, okay. And, yeah, she's married to Andy Samberg. I'm sure uh, they run in the same circles. I'm sure Paul Thomas Anderson, I'm guessing, is friends with Andy mm-hmm. Samberg or something. Makes that sense. would be interesting to see yeah. them. Oh, she is back. There you go. Thank you. Reese Witherspoon, back How in the picture. How dare you come back into her life after my, this? My beloved Reese Witherspoon. No, Roos. We're good. Yeah, this is the hippie I'm having sex with sometimes. That's fine. Is that Nixon? Is it is Reagan? Nixon in the back. Nixon, I, yeah. One of my favorite little things in movies is showing the uh, president on the, like, in, a, in a portrait in the background of any like government office. Yeah. I don't know why I like that. I just do. Do you think that's actually how it is? Like there's pictures of Trump? Uh, yeah, I was in the Air Force for four years and me having gone through plenty of government buildings. Yeah, I'd say that's true. You walk into a government building and I think it's, they have to have it. It's like a rule or something like they, Mm. like we gotta, we gotta have the president on the wall. You know, it has to be Trump. So we have to do it. So yeah. Was that Bush president or Obama? When I was there, um, It was Bush for like a year, and then the rest of it was Obama. Congratulations. Thank you. One of my favorite little moments uh, in the Bush era was we had a trailer full of people, mostly liberals, uh, talking bad about Bush in the Air Force. And then we had one guy, one Republican, saying, hey, he's my president. Shut up. Um, I never, I never, I never talked to him after Obama. Obama was president, but that would have been funny to catch up with him. <laughs> like, still your president? Still your president? Huh? Huh? <laughs> anyway, politics. I'm, I'm lost now. I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, everybody's convoluted and working together, and so okay. So the Golden Fang, mm-hmm. um, is it that they're doing dealings with this guy? Yeah, this guy that they're gonna go he's gonna go talk to. Yeah. Kill Bigfoot's partner. Oh, that's right. Bigfoot had a partner and he has a vendetta. And that's why he's so fucked up. That's why he's yeah, he's pissed up. That's <laughs> why he keeps on just the corn dog. <laughs> no, cho- it looks like a, no, it's a chocolate banana still. I love how they're like, this makes sense why he's so depressed, because he keeps on putting phallic Food objects in his mouth. In in, in the golden California sunlight. <laughs> yeah. 
It's very surreal. I was going to say, in the golden California sunlight, that chocolate banana looked like a corn dog earlier, so that's why I misidentified that chocolate banana. I just want to keep, there was, that, that well, clear. there was a corn dog as well. No, there wasn't. A few scenes ago, it was a corn dog, and then okay. it went to the banana. So that's yep. why I said, it, it, he's not just, it, I mean, he likes chocolate bananas, but corn dogs are acceptable as well. Okay. Actually, I actually do want a chocolate banana now. Me too, man. Somebody I got said some uh, drumsticks. You know what those are? You know drumsticks. Drumsticks. The ones that the cone has the chocolate at the bottom. Oh, it's not even that. Does not have that. Does not have banana in it, though. Oh, this is the guy with all the bats. He was talking about him earlier. He said, "Yeah, this guy has bats. He's really fucked up." <laughs> while they were eating pancakes. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Another trope of noir movies is you have to have some uh, gunplay, and we're going to get into that here soon. Second up. The Long Goodbye is one of my favorite noirs. Who's in uh, The Long Goodbye? Uh, Elliot Gould. He plays uh, Philip Marlowe. Ah, oh, Marlowe. Marlowe, yeah. Uh, a uh, long-standing film noir character. See, now that's why I like... Um Murder My Sweet. Uh, is that a Marlowe picture? That is a Marlowe picture, Ooh. but it's not a, it's not the usual guy. Yeah. It's a song and dance man, um, Powell, Powell? I think his name is Powell, or Power. Uh, you know, usually I know this off the top of my head, but whatever. Yeah. Um, he uh, really was like, I can do this. And he had to like really convince the directors to let him do it. And it's great. Interesting, yeah. I highly suggest. I might own it, so feel free to come over. We'll watch. A Marlo. Uh, that one. A Marlo. Mm-hmm. Was it Murder My Sweet? Murder My Sweet. Dick Powell. Murder, comma, My Sweet. Yeah, 1944. Dick Powell. Mm-hmm. Dick Powell. Yeah, great one. Great. A little surreal sometimes, too. Uh, but The Long Goodbye is very... Um, hey, I, he's wearing the same necklace as Shasta. He's got the... It's the, It's that one guy. Yeah, the the rolling up the tie guy. Rolling up the tie guy who had the Shasta tie. But the reason I'm bringing up Long Goodbye is it's very postmodern noir like this. And very uh, California, like post-hippie. So mm. I need to rewatch that. And Gould is amazing in it. You know what I didn't realize? What? I didn't know there was... So can you explain to me... I know there was Chinatown. Right. Is there a sequel to Chinatown? Yes, there's a sequel called The Two Jakes. Why didn't no one ever tell me that until like because it, looking a, at it this year? Apparently it's not very good. Who directed it? I've never seen it. Um, Jack Nicholson stepped in to direct. Oh god, that's a problem. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I, I, I've always heard it's not very good. So that's why you haven't heard about it. Huh? And it's, uh, it's from 1990, so it's a long... Um, it's a long time after the follow-up. Mm-hmm. I mean, after the original with the follow-up. Because Chinatown was like, what, like 70 something? 78? Uh, Where'd you get that? No, 74. <coughs> wow. Chinatown was 74. Two Jakes was 1990. Oh. Ooh, he got laced. Eighth acid. <laughs> Acid in my shoes door. That's one thing I don't want to ever want to try is acid or any hallucinogens no, same, like that. Same. We're both, uh, you and I, both on the same page about that. I don't, I'm good. I'm set. I don't need to try any drugs. Somebody once told me. Somebody once told me that if you 
of a certain are of a certain age, a little bit older. Because I'm, I, I, I consider myself a little bit older now. Um, and you take, you know, acid and these major hallucinogens, you're not gonna have a good time because uh, you have all that emotional baggage. <laughs> and if you don't try it at a, at a young age when you're like don't have that emotional baggage, yeah, you, you get fucked up. Oh, oh. Did you kiss him? Did he just kiss you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't go away, man. Just hang out. <laughs> he kissed you. That's, that's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to kiss Doc Spatello? Yeah. Uh, how does he get out of this? How is he going to get out of this one? How does he get out of this one? He's got a little... His... He had a little piece of credit card in his shoe? Yep. Or something? That's what what a looks, man. That's what it looks like. What a real detective. He's smart. <laughs> Great. He's I like this. I like how that whole frame is shot, too. Yeah. Through the window. That's good. Okay. You got the back of the toilet seat. He's ready to go. I, I always believe that that if you get hit in the head with a the top of a toilet cover, you're out. Those those are heavy. Those are pretty heavy, man. They're like porcelain. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But this guy's come on. This guy's too buff for that. Yeah. But he still did it. He still got him. Oh, man. PCP. Uh huh. This is your brain on PCP. <laughs> Kids, this movie. Don't do drugs. Okay, okay. Keep moving. Ooh. Did he actually shoot him? No. That's one of my favorite lines. Coming up. <laughs> Here he goes. He's going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hit you? Yeah. Yeah, he hit you. Okay. Was, that was a perfect frame. Like him on the ground, blood, the baseball bat next to him. Yeah. This, this Paul Thomas Anderson knows how to direct things. He really knows what he's doing with the you know, camera. Yeah, he's, he's got an idea. I like that guy. He's a good guy. You ever see Boogie Nights? Yeah, I have seen Boogie Nights. It's good, right? Boogie Nights is really good. Also very long. Yeah, yeah. But, but good. Fuck you. So Bigfoot wanted to... Well, he's doing it now. He's screwing these guys out of their drugs, right? Yeah, but he's trying... I don't quite understand what the goal is here. I think just to screw him over because he's, he's, he has a vendetta. He's... Uh, that's my understanding anyway. Mm-hmm. For purely personal reasons. No, man, you're about to rip off the golden fang. Yeah, and yeah, that's why Doc is there, just to screw him up. Yeah, again, I mean, you fully admit that there's a lot going on right now, and it's a bit convoluted. And Yeah, I mean, I've seen this about five times, and I still don't know exactly what goes on in this movie. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. Yeah. But I'm not trying, again, like, I've never tried to fully sit down and comprehend every single part of it. Like that scene of Doc writing out everything on the wall. You know, you haven't. 
gone through the movie, written down every plot point, and made it connect. Mm-hmm. I mean, some- I'm sure I, I could have read something just like, <laughs> all by now, but I just haven't. I own the book. I haven't watched it. I haven't read it yet. You know. No. <clears throat> Here's the <laughs> plants. <laughs> Look, they're so mad at each other. I'm gonna guess that was improvised. It's my guess. <laughs> plants do man leave the plants alone why are you got those <laughs> shoes on i'm telling you I mean, has he been barefoot the entire time no i'm, I'm sw- didn't he have shoes on earlier oh doper csp <laughs> doper csp doc i'm gonna say he never had shoes on somebody <laughs> somebody proved me wrong where'd he just get that piece of credit card out of i thought he got it out of his shoe oh you're right <laughs> Yeah, so where did his shoes go? Was it his shoes or was it somewhere else? I have to, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Imagine imagine going through your your adult life without shoes. <laughs> I don't want to even... <laughs> Look at him just casually like, yeah, this is it. Got all this, uh, all these drugs. Is it cocaine? Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a drug. You ever tried cocaine, Sarah? <laughs> no. no. I have never tried cocaine. I'm good. Thanks, everybody. This is... The Thanks, everybody. Interrogate Sarah. <laughs> Much like the Miami Vice commentary, uh, I'm trying to nail people down for illicit <laughs> crimes. Um, Japonica. Japonica. <clears throat> A health check on me. I, I, I think I am sick. But I'm, <laughs> I'm you know, I, I don't feel too good. I yeah, should, we're actually, we're at uh, two hours and five minutes. Uh, my phone is dead. Yeah, after this, I'm going to lay down for a while. I do have a screening tonight of a movie. I wanted to go see The Tree of Life, uncut, or whatever mm-hmm. the, the long version of that is. And uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm going to be honest. No, you shouldn't go. You're probably contagious. You need to stay home. Listen. But I want to see that movie on the big screen. I know, but Ugh. other people's lives are at risk. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check to see where my seat is. Maybe I, I maybe nobody's sitting around me. Maybe I'll be good. <laughs> okay, so Japonica's dad, he's gonna make the deal. Japonica's dad's gonna figure this out for everybody. Thank you, Mister Fenway. Yeah. So. Right now is when every time I see this now, this is where I, I this is where I think, yep, we're in the final stretch of this movie. Yeah, yeah, we're finally near the end. Uh, who's who's playing Mister Fenway here? I've seen him before. I'm I'm look that up right now. Mm-hmm. Like these cups, they're good cups. I have that power to look stuff up. Let's see. Uh, Crocker Fenway, mm-hmm. M- Martin Donovan. He was in uh, the cable TV show Weeds. No. Nope. Funnily enough, I'm gonna read through his filmography here. He was in uh, Ant Man. Oh. Uh, that's where you know him from. He's corrupting his daughter. Mitchell Cars M- Mitchell Carson Mitchell Carson has his own Wikipedia page. The character he plays in Ant Man. Wow. Uh huh. 
Interesting. He's a high-ranking member of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He looks like someone who would just get thrown in a role like that. Yep. Engage in sexual practices. Oh, I like that one joke that um, there, there, their ties mandatory, right? And uh, Doc ended up wearing a bolo tie. Mm-hmm. That, that was funny. Doesn't even look like a bolo tie there. It looks like a necklace. What, whatever that is, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm not a fashion guy. <laughs> Original cast album recordings of Broadway shows. He deserved to die. He had he was tasteless. Yeah. What's the last Broadway show recording you listened to, Sarah? None. <laughs> You're not a Broadway fan? I have no problems with Broadway. I just don't listen to musicals. Oh. Like I don't go I don't I think it's weird to listen to a, a musical soundtrack without seeing the musical first. I feel like a lot of people do that. I never quite understood that. I'm not a I'm not a musical guy. The only one I've done it to and haven't seen the show of yet is uh, Hamilton. You've done it to it? No, no, yes, yes, I've done it to Hamilton. <laughs> Imagine doing it to Hamilton. You can folks do it to Hamilton. I, I, of course, I've not seen the show, but I've listened to the soundtrack. Listeners, <laughs> I want you to know that apparently there's a birthday gift outside on my uh, porch right now that just got it delivered, but I'm not going to go get it because I'm recording this podcast. Is it your birthday? My birthday is on the 9th, so it's coming up. Oh, so you just got a delivery, uh, your birthday gift on your door. What could it possibly be? Hey, can can you get it like and and, and open it live on yeah, air? Yeah, I'll be right back. One sec. Okay. As Sarah okay. goes... I I've seen this scene. As Sarah grabs that, I'm going to tell you, fine folks listening, to check out our other commentaries we have. Uh, go listen to the Mammy, the Mammy Vice commentary with me and Diego, the Iraqi recorded Fury Road. Um, if you have any ideas for any future commentaries, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Support us there, and you can uh, tell us what we can commentate on in the future. Uh, in the f- and in the future, we already have plans for other commentaries. Uh, this has been fun. Uh, I'm gonna still talk as as Sarah goes out and gets her gift. So to be honest, like this scene, along with like the the few previous scenes, uh, I'm still kind of like uh, trying to grasp of the uh, trying to keep grasp of the plot. It's hard to do. The reason why I love this movie is because the mood always carries okay. you more than the plot. Hey, Sarah's back. I'm back. I have an Amazon box. This is an Amazon box. Do you know who sent it to you? I think it's my sister or my mom. Oh, that's sweet. Um, because yeah, they, I, but I I guess they used Prime, so that's why I have it already. Yeah. So let's see. Just using a box cutter, so if I scream in pain, it's because I'm bleeding out. Just cut yourself, yeah. And then we'll have a live death on on air. That's that's what makes the good stuff. That's that's what you're really hoping for. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. How many boxes are? Are in there? It's just one box. And I was just, you know. Okay. You're still trying to open that one box. Sounds yeah. like there are 20 boxes you're opening up. Oh, there's a lot going. Okay. Whoa, what is this? Okay. Ah. This is weird. Okay. <laughs> Do you even want to say what it is? Is it too yes. weird? Yes. This is the Hip Hop Family Tree comic book. 
Okay. Have you ever heard of that? No idea what that is. Hip Hop Family Tree comic book. It's got like Dr. Dre on the cover. Oh, that's okay. Ice T, Beastie Boys, Run that, DMC. That sounds like familiar. The yeah. collection. This is like a hardcover collection of the Hip Hop Family Tree comics. Ah, okay. I actually have heard of that. Yeah, Yeah, I've heard of that. This is really cool. I'll take a picture of it. It's awesome. It's probably too cool for me. I'm going to be honest. So I think it's from my sister. I don't think my mom bought me the hip hop family (laughs) tree comic book. Oh, yeah, yeah, your mom's not cool. I mean, she sells essential oils. She's not. She she doesn't think she's uh, aware of my hip hop and comic book (laughs) convergence of interest. Crossover, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm sitting back down. We're looking at the girls. Very awkward moment of the drug trade, and I, I, I would go through the same thing. Um, standing around, waiting for these drugs to, drugs to be traded. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's wearing a shirt that he wore earlier in the movie. Like he has, it, he has, he only has so many outfits. You know, they're not acting like he has a bunch of clothes it's like me i only have like a set amount of shirts that i wear <laughs> just flicked him off and then he did peace peace flick off peace fuck off that's really sums up the whole movie really yep there you go in a nutshell peace sign and the middle finger yep jade's hanging out okay we got the drugs taken out here we go. Where's Lightning McQueen? <laughs> oh, there he goes. I just realized uh, with this and Boogie Nights, it's mm-hmm. like the death of a culture because in Boogie Nights, you went from the 70s to the 80s. It's a very drastic change. And here you go, yeah, from like the late 60s to the 70s, drastic change in culture. So This is like uh, the, death, the death of a golden age. Yeah. I think that's what PTA really likes to talk about. Yeah. He's a smart guy, that guy. I like the overall look. You gonna start wearing overalls? <laughs> Why? I mean, uh, what's the last time you, see, you saw somebody in overalls in real life? I've seen some hipster girls in Austin with overalls. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's true. Yeah, they're back. Yeah. I was gonna say my, my, my nephew's probably been in overalls. <laughs> <laughs> My small nephew, I should say. Oh, no. No, man, that's not true. No, man. No, man. It's not true. That's a hippie. Go back to your baby. So we go. So I'm glad we we tied up this loose end, which turns out to be the most important loose end of the whole movie. The most important (laughs) plot point. Where's uh, where's uh, Shasta been this whole time? Where'd she go? I'm guessing she's just hanging out uh, at her own place, right? She has nobody looking for her, right? She's in no danger, so she's just yeah. I mean, she has an apartment still or whatever because he he put her in an apartment. Yeah. Oh, it's a cute little house. Yeah, it's a nice house. Mhm. Oh. And that's that's it. And I like Doc just looking at him longingly, I think, for maybe he wants his own little happy ending. 
But he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it, no. <laughs> I mean, it's your own opinion. You could say he does or he doesn't. This sounds very much like The Graduate. Yeah. And also Spider-Man 2. exactly too. the same. Spider-Man 2? <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, oh my god. The Graduate, Spider-Man 2, and Inherent Vice all have the same ending. Yeah. Yeah. All the same kind of films. Exactly. They tell the same story about love. You know, I didn't put into into account that some of this might be uh, end credits, so we might what? only have like 10 minutes left, guys. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, you forget that, but uh, the runtime includes the end credits, and end credits are long these days. End credits, man. A lot of people work on these goddamn movies for some yeah. reason. They brought it in. They brought in the shit. And we're not going to talk through the entire credits. There's no need. Um, mm-hmm. There isn't a, like a post-credit sequence that we need to talk to. Do we need to talk to? Talk about? We need to talk about. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, this scene. Explain this to me, Sarah. Okay, listen. I'm, I'm going to try to explain it to you, but there's just so much going on with Bigfoot. His partner died. He tried to get revenge. He didn't really get revenge the way he wanted to. He's dealing with a lot. He's sad. He's got a lot of issues. He's got therapy to go to. Can't explain him. He just wishes he could be free like his friend. But his friend wishes he could have love and a family. Like Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? And that's I what... really don't know. I don't know what's going on with Bigfoot. I don't understand it. I do know that he's really fucked up. Yeah. So I always saw this as uh, as me being I put on my my pretentious film analyst hat on. I saw this as a as a not as as, as like a dream sequence. It's not real, right? But what I'm trying to grasp at is why he takes the plate of marijuana and swallows it whole. Like what does that mean? I'm trying to think of that like analytically. I can't even say the word. What about what about like straight society doesn't really know? I mean, like they're trying to. I mean, he doesn't even blow out the smoke there, right? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He's fucking up. So it's it's and them them speaking in unison. <laughs> and I guess this goes back to that theory I read on Google. <laughs> The headline saying that they're the same person. I don't even know where to begin with that. I don't think they're the same person. I no. think they're just two sides of, like, I don't know. I think they are two sides of the same type of person in two different cultures. So it's like the movie Heat. <laughs> I haven't seen that. But, like, you could, see, you could see that, like, he doesn't know what to do with the drug culture. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do with drugs. He doesn't know how to marijuana. Okay. See, that's something I could grasp on. Like, yeah. This- right? He, like, like, if we're going to take this as almost realistic, maybe it didn't exactly happen, but, like, let's see, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. He's go- he just said, I'm not your brother, but then Doc goes, no, but you could use a keeper, right? No, okay. Use keeper. Yeah, to yeah, with what you said, like yeah, like it's it's the straights 
not accepting drug culture, but just in the face of it, just being confused and not knowing what to do. This is great, though. The light going up on his eye like like this is so cool to me. Robert Elswit is the cinematographer of this movie. I love him. Robert Elswit. (laughs) Yeah, everybody's a fucking mess. It all ends a mess. (laughs) Nobody's fixed. Nobody actually has what they want now. They're not better for what they learned. Gone someplace else. That's what she just said. And he sees the light. He's like, oh, the light. Mm-hmm. They're talking about Sortilage. Sortilage, you know her name? Yeah. Why is, why is Joaquin Phoenix just so good with his eyes? He his has... They're so tired and strained and crazy, and then he could be, like, soft. It's his main skill. His eyes? His expressive eyes? He's got great expressive eyes. Yeah. Another actor who I think has expressive eyes is Michael Fassbender. I, mean, I just watched Michael Fassbender get his ass kicked in Haywire. That was great. <laughs> One of my favorite moments in that Good. movie. Yeah. Top quality shit. Yeah. And now he's smiling. I guess it's some sort of happiness, but it's not great. It's live fast, die young. Uh-huh. And there's the light again. He's looking right at the camera, smiling. Huh. That's so interesting. I don't know shit about it, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what a okay, per- I don't know what this after credit scene is you're talking about. Maybe I've never watched it before. No, I was kidding. I said there is oh, no after like, credit sequence. What are you sequence? talking about? No. I'm like, what? I wanted to pay attention. So you mentioned, I'm like, okay, sure. And then I got went back to paying attention. And then as soon as I ended, I'm like, what are you talking about? There's no after credit scene. I was joking. I said, there. we're not going to talk through the credits because there is no after credit scene we have to talk about. Larry Doc Sportello. <clears throat> anyway, yes. Okay. Thank you for joining me, sir, on this commentary of Inherent Vice. I think we put it off, right? Yeah, I we, think we did it. We were thoroughly confused through some of it, <laughs> as I'm guessing any viewer of the movie would be. Um, but we love it. I love this movie. I do. I think it's one of my favorite films in the whole world. It's hard for me to rank even uh, this against other Paul Thomas Anderson movies, because I love them all. Each and every single one. So Paul Thomas Anderson is probably, I mean, like I have not seen all of his films, but everything he, I have seen that he's done has been right into my interest. Yeah. And I recommend you go see the master and phantom thread because those two, I love his late era stuff better than his early stuff. As yeah. I mean, I still love um, Magnolia and Boogie Nights, but everything after there'll be blood is, I think for me, a lot more interesting because you have like stuff like this, and I mean, Phantom Thread is it's that's gonna grow and grow to be a favorite of mine. So yeah, it's 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 groovy stuff, man. It's groovy okay, stuff. go to sleep. <laughs> Don't go see a movie. You're just gonna get people sick. Don't do it. Okay, listen. My movie starts like in two hours, so I'm gonna see how I feel in two hours. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's let's close off this commentary by saying thanks for listening, mm-hmm. folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Listen to all the other commentaries. Sarah, any last thoughts? No. Go watch no. this movie. Actually, yell at me to read the book. Yeah. 
Let's do a commentary of the book. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you've gotten to this part, I want you to at me on Twitter and say, go read the goddamn book, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. At Sarah and say, read the book. At me. All right. Uh, make sure to listen to sequels and we forgive you and follow Sarah on Twitter and go. Uh, go Don't do uh, any of those things. <laughs> go um, read Talk From Society. Go follow me on Twitter if you want. But that's it. Folks, thanks for listening to this commentary and keep on listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Don't be all groovy out there. Go eat a pizza. And yeah, we're done.